It's 3 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Shop the bargain tree online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon, I'm Tom Moore. An additional 20 years in prison handed down this morning to a man from Puerto Rico who led police in the Valley on a two-hour chase and manhunt. Luis Cruz Ramos was sentenced this morning in Mahoning County Common Police Court. His time from the state on top of 21 years, he's already been sentenced for shooting at U.S. Marshals during the chase that happened last spring. Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction back in Puerto Rico. The investigation continues today into a house fire over the weekend in Farrell in which a woman was found dead. Mercer County officials say 46-year-old Regina Norris was trapped in her house on Wallace Avenue Saturday night. Warren City Council considering legislation under which you would no longer be able to just dump your piles of debris curbside for free pickup. Under the proposal, Warren residents with city garbage accounts would have to rent a roll-off container if trash doesn't fit in the 96-gallon container provided by the city of Warren. Well, this is not a case a cat got your tongue, but more like crack got your tongue. Youngstown police arrested Sandra Duckworth early yesterday morning. Police pulled over a car for a traffic violation. Duckworth was riding in the back seat. Well, police saw her put something in her mouth. When Youngstown police then asked her her name, she only mumbled and shook her head back and forth. Police then ordered Duckworth to spit out what was in her mouth. Turned out to be crack cocaine. From the insurance experts, Arkash Miri and Associates News Center, I'm Tom Moore. On Youngstown Warren's Only News Radio 570 WKBN. Fox News Radio, I'm Lisa Brady. The Trump administration says it's dangerous for local jurisdictions to offer sanctuary to illegal immigrant criminals. I strongly urge our nation's states and cities and counties to consider carefully the harm they are doing to their citizens by refusing to enforce our immigration laws. Attorney General Jeff Sessions threatening to pull federal grants from localities that don't comply with rules the Obama administration did not enforce. Some California cities have led support for sanctuary. Fox Radio's Jessica Rosenthal is live in L.A. Lisa, L.A.'s mayor has said his city's police will not ever be used as immigration agents. And since Sessions' comments, New York's Attorney General has said that state and local governments have brought authority to not participate in immigration enforcement. He says he'll do what he can to help protect immigrant communities. In his comment, Sessions specifically referenced that ICE report that was released last week. It listed specific law enforcement agencies that they characterized as less than cooperative. Travis County, Texas, home to Austin, was heavily mentioned in that report. The sheriff there has said she won't be honoring a lot of ICE detainer requests, but after Sessions' comments, Texas Governor Greg Abbott applauded what he called bold action. He said he looks forward to signing legislation that bans dangerous sanctuary policies in his state. Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. President Trump not giving up on repealing Obamacare. We're at the beginning of a process. I don't think we've seen the end of health care. And White House spokesman Sean Spicer says the president is willing to work with anyone in Congress. Virginia Congressman Dave Bratt, one of the House conservatives who helped sink the bill that was pulled from the House floor Friday. We need to get back to the themes that put uh, President Trump over the finish line, right? The forgotten man. we got to make sure prices come down for those folks. He says work should continue right away on an alternative. Football's Raiders are leaving Oakland for Las Vegas. Vegas NFL owners just giving the green light, paving the way for a new stadium to be built in Vegas. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a smooth, clean shave, but you're tired of paying 32 bucks for new blades. 
Stop messing around with those generic razors and start shaving with Harry's for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular shave set, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free when you cover shipping, a total value of $20. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code 0707 at checkout to redeem your shave set. That's harrys.com, code 0707. Books and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Next update at 3.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. Cavaliers are down to their final 10 games of the regular season. How confident is Coach Lou that the team can figure out a way to tighten up the defense? I'm not confident, but we got to. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> you know, um, I think everyone's game plan is just to, you know, get off the glass and just push it, you know, play fast, you know, and... Um, the big thing for us is, you know, at least we don't have to play back-to-backs, you know, in the playoffs. And- Cavaliers are now in a virtual tie with the Celtics for the top spot in the East. Cavs meet the Spurs tonight in San Antonio. With your Cavs update, I'm Mike Snyder. Take the short drive to Geneva on the Lake and enjoy Old Firehouse Winery. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard, your authorized Pride dealer. Need a furnace checkup? Call Mazza. We'll remain mostly cloudy for this March 27th, and uh, our high will top out in the mid-60s. Rain coming in after midnight with a low of 51. Tomorrow clearing, 58. Wednesday, 58. Thursday, 58. Friday, 59. Again, cloudy skies most of the day. High, mid-60s. Current temp, 64. All right, it's a great day. Steve, you're going to have to make a technical adjustment there. i got an echo in my headset. Good afternoon. News Radio, there we go. News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb underway. Back at one of my favorite places. What a great day, man. The uh, sky is a little bit uh, overcast, but the sun is shining nonetheless. Nonetheless, and a great day to walk the lot here at Stadium GM, which uh, which I do during a news break. So I'm going to tell you something. If you go up and take a look at our used uh, cars and trucks, we got a great selection up there. I was up there. Checking a lot out. I mean, if you're looking for a four-wheel drive, 1500 uh, truck, whether you want uh, a Chevy or a GMC or a Ford, we got plenty to select from up there. Plenty of cars. You know, something in your price range you want to buy used, we have it. Check out our website, stadiumgm.com, or uh, anything new that we have here. And everything General Motors makes, we carry right here at uh, Stadium GM. So come on down and uh, take any action. Great day to walk the lot and see if we got something for you. Ron Verb, News Radio 570 WKBN with you till 7. John Arnold tonight at 6 o'clock on this glorious-looking Monday afternoon. And uh, so let, let me back up and uh, talk a little bit about health care because, you know, it, it, and Trump and his tweet and all this kind of stuff. Now, you got to admit it, for, for the longest time, the Republicans have been critical of Obamacare and so basically, you know, talking about to repeal and replace for the longest period of time. And then when the opportunity came uh, to be the case, they dropped the ball. They certainly dropped the ball internally because they couldn't agree amongst themselves 
basically on what to do. I mean, you know, they were in disarray as far as the, the Republican Party. They couldn't reach a consensus. So they didn't need the Democrats to block this. They couldn't uh, take the ball to the finish line just based on their own disagreement within their own party. So consequently, you uh, you still have Obamacare. Now, a lot of people like it, uh, people that like it who get the subsidies and that kind of stuff, and a lot of people don't like it. I mean, it's certainly, uh, what, I, I don't know that the right term is controversial. It's certainly... Um, has its its fans and it certainly has its uh, folks that are negative on it uh and you know i'd like to hear from all of you about that particular issue today you know there are people that send me emails that say you know if it wasn't for that obamacare they had pre-existing conditions or a lot of people that uh, get a subsidy so that uh, they can afford health care and uh, they're certainly not opposed to it they're certainly more pro or more in support if you will of um of Obamacare than getting rid of it. So, I mean, it is a knife that cuts both ways. Make no mistake about it. I mean, it is, uh, Obamacare definitely has its fans, if you will, out there because they're benefiting from it. And, uh, it, I would say it has equally as many people that are opposed to it. But needless to say, the Republicans for the longest period of time said they wanted to get rid of it and they failed at uh, getting rid of it. And consequently, as a result of that, what do we have going on? We have the case of, uh, of it continuing. Now, Trump says it will fail on its own weight, if you will, too much going out, not enough coming in, and then he says at that point in time, maybe we'll be able to deal with this problem, because then you'll have to have Republicans and Democrats work together, which, uh, you know, fat chance at them reaching any type of consensus. Here's my general observation. It almost sounds somewhat discouraging, but when you take a look at the dissension within the Republican Party itself on trying to get anything done with Obamacare, and then you know the Democrats are not going to go along with anything, so, you know, I'm beginning to sit back and wonder will we be able to accomplish anything you know the people of the country elected trump because they liked what he stood for and so you know the forgotten man and all this kind of stuff but i think he's going to have a tough time not the executive orders those were the easy things to get done i think he's going to have a tough time getting anything done going forward because the democrats are going to oppose it and i think there's going to be a certain number of republicans that will support it or won't you know your lindsey grahams your john mccain's and these type of people so i'm a you know the caution light is on if this guy can't get stuff done or can't achieve getting done what he wants to get done then i'm not uh, optimistic about the future of the country uh in uh, from my perspective i think this is the right man the right time i like what he's uh, running on what he stands for what he wants to do for the country like all of that kind of stuff and if the politicians, both Republican and Democrat, get in the way, then I don't think the country will benefit at all. And, uh, you know, I like, for example, if he ever really had to sit down and try to get a tariff going, I wonder if he could even achieve that based on the dissension between the Republicans uh, Party itself and throwing the Democrats. Could he get a tariff going when he's talking about, you know, keeping jobs in America and the fear of the tariff that he talks about? But if he ever wanted to go forward and actually put a tariff in line, would he be able to accomplish that i don't know you know certainly when you have republicans that are opposed to cutting foreign aid to spend the money here in our country something that would seem to be a no-brainer so the question is how many of these republicans would be in the pocket of somebody and say they would be against any type of tariff uh to punish companies for leaving a country and bringing this stuff in i don't know is that doable or not this makes me, I mean, just the, the outcome of the whole Obamacare thing makes me think about the whole agenda, you know, when it comes to tax cuts. Will he be able to achieve that, or will you have Republicans that say, well, we're $20 trillion in debt, how can you cut taxes? 
And so we have Democrats who certainly just be opposed to uh, anything that Trump's for. You see what I'm saying? I think I think these next uh, months to come are going to be interesting months to see if he can achieve what his other campaign promises are, because if he can achieve those, I think the country will be better off. If he can't achieve those, I think the country's in deep, deep, deep trouble. In other words, we won't be able to solve our problems and fix our country before we hit, uh, you know, rock bottom or before there's a major meltdown in a country because then politics and lobbyists and Republicans and Democrats have taken over, not Americans, to try to solve these problems. That's my assessment just watching this whole deal with uh, Obamacare. Now, and I do want to talk about that. There's two things I want to talk to you about here today. First of all, whether or not you agree with the initial scenario, that if Trump isn't able to achieve what he what he needs to achieve, whether that's tariffs, whether that's the tax cuts, whether that's, you know, to get the economy rolling, if he's not able to get those things done, uh, including the budget he puts forth, you know, saying we want to spend more in the military, but we want to cut a bunch of money here so that we don't run up the deficit uh, even higher, uh, you know, and they say, well, you know, usually the president's budget's dead on arrival. He's not going to accomplish any of that. And the Democrats have said that. So if he can't get his budget through, which wants to make changes and cuts, if he can't get that through, uh, and then we just rack up more deficit and debt, there's a serious issue if he can't get that done. And then if he can't get, um, uh, the Republicans on board on health care, I wonder about the whole thing. So uh, two things. First of all, first and foremost, I want to talk to people. Obamacare, good thing or bad thing from your perspective? I mean, from your perspective, because, you know, there's a number of our listeners who benefit from it as well. Good thing or bad thing? I mean, there's uh, there's people that were genuinely happy that he failed at it. And uh, are you one of them and why? So let's uh, we'll have a discussion about that. You know, Obamacare, has it been good for you or bad for you from your individual perspective? not from anyone else's, not from a country as a whole, but from your perspective, where you are and what you do. Has it been good or bad when it comes to you on Obamacare? And number two, if this guy can't accomplish what he says he wants to accomplish, and it, do you think that the country as a whole basically will melt down? Because then, then it's clear to me you won't be able to get anything done. All right, here's my top secret number, 729-9977. 729-9977 will get you through to us on News Radio 570 WKN 7 so pick up the phone and uh, chime in here this afternoon on uh, what I think are going to be the two big, uh, well, two big things certainly for today, whether or not he can achieve. If he can't achieve what he set out to do, then uh, how do you, where do you foresee the country going? And to number two, is Obamacare a good thing or bad thing? Let's go to Nick, News Radio 570 WKN, Ron Verb, live from Stadium GM in Salem. Hello, Nick. Hello, sir. Uh, congratulations. Good summation of exactly the position that the country is currently in. Yes, sir. Uh, where are we going to go? It looks as though what uh, we spoke about and you have talked about a long time ago is, are we going to actually have to break it to fix it? And that's what it appears to me. Can't get your act together at the looming national debt and the current employment situation in the country will throw us into a recession which will affect everything, and it will not be positive. And then once we're Dow Jones down to eight or 9,000, then at that point, then they'll begin to put things back together and there won't be any complaints because they'll realize that it's an emergency situation and all the freebies are done and 
the chickens have come home to roost, like that Paul said. <laughs> Okay, now let me now let me pick your brain. Now, do you think the Republicans themselves don't they look a little bit foolish because they ran for all this period of time saying basically they wanted to get to repeal and replace Obamacare? Then, when they're totally in charge, they fail to achieve the goal. Doesn't that make you look a little stupid? Uh, in in a small sense, really, there is tremendous uh, physic, uh, political pressure out there. Look how much a small group of people these so-called um, sexual people that are, you know, got something other going on other than heterosexual. Look how much of a noise they have made, and the media, of course, has fanned the flames. I think a lot of politicians are scared or afraid that they might get roped into, um, you know, this labeling that this uh, that the media does on everyone. So therefore, they kind of backed out and chickened out on it when the. And the bill itself well, uh, well, didn't well, have then, any consultation before they presented it. It was all secretive. All right, but I mean, they, they they did themselves in. I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, the Republican yeah. Party did itself in. It wasn't it wasn't the Democrats. So my question to you is: I mean, Obamacare as it stands, is it a good or bad thing from your perspective? Uh, it was good for the twenty five million that didn't have insurance, but compared to the general population base been a disaster it's been a big boondoggle and it also was rammed through secretively before you you got a chance to look at it the famous quote just pass it we'll read it later yeah nancy and in your opinion if trump can't achieve the things that he's talking about do you think the country is destined for failure uh, we're never destined for failure. This is the USA. We have tremendous resiliency. No. We will manage this storm. However, I think there's a good chance Trump will be impeached. Well, I don't want to get into all of that. I'm just saying to you, in my opinion, if if he can't achieve a lot of what he wants to, we get the economy rolling again, potentially with tariffs, and you know, get forcing companies to be here so people can get a job and pay taxes and get the economy going again, which generates more tax revenue, cutting the taxes so companies come back to America and the regulation. If he can't achieve this stuff, including dealing with health care, then I think the, the then I think the country as a whole will have a massive breakdown because there's there's no way it can continue on like this because the debt will just continue to climb right and it will just i mean it will it will uh, implode because of it all right thanks for your call nick I agree. good first caller all right thank you that's what i'm asking basically that's where i'm at uh, on the whole thing that's why i'm rooting for trump to be blunt with you i like his ideas what he stands for what he wants to do and now i'm getting more and more concerned if it's going to be doable because if it doesn't get done i think we're all in deep trouble and i'm a little tired of republicans and democrats not acting as Americans. I'll be right back. From the Fairway Ford Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs for you out there right now. Everything moving well to start us off. Report traffic problems at 330-305-1159 on Libby Roads with Fairway Ford Traffic. Fairway, that's the way they do business. This report is brought to you by Community Skilled Healthcare Center. And here's the king of healthcare himself, Ray Cash. Mary, Raymond, what's happening? Happy Monday to you, Mr. Verb. How are you? There is no such thing as a happy Monday in the yes, work there world. Is. you got to make it happy. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> hey, listen, the folks that are uh, planning on traveling overseas, uh, this is the time that they're making all their arrangements. Beware because your health care plan uh, will cover it, but you're going to have all kinds of problems when you get over there and 
God forbid you need uh, coverage, you need care, uh, you need to give us a buzz. We've got the best travel insurance that money can buy, and it's very inexpensive. Give us a buzz at 330-758-4163. Western PA, 877-860-6295. Thank you, Ray Cashmere. You're the best. Thank you. Enjoy your day, Ron. All right. News Radio 570 WKBN. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box. Inside Cheap Tobacco, State Street, Girard. Rain going to happen around midnight or so. Low tonight down to 51. Tuesday, 58 for a high. Wednesday, 58. Thursday, 58. Friday, 59. News Radio 570 WKBN. All right. Let's go to John next. 325 in the afternoon. News Radio 570 WKBN. You're on the air. Hello there. Ronnie, it is a beautiful Monday and a great Monday, even though it is the first of the work week. But let me let me ask you the question, and I always ask this question when, when a problem arises or a solution can't be solved. And the question is basically one word, why? And the answer to the one on the health care is because there's not a simple solution. And, and maybe, just maybe, because when they said repeal and replace, the replacement was referenced to a better plan, because you just don't replace it with any plan. And as they look into it and see what the replacement was going to do, maybe at this point in time, not that the future won't bring one, but at this point in time, and I know many anti-Obama health care people are going to say, but maybe there isn't a better plan. You know, one would think, well, you know what, let's do this. If you hate Obamacare that much, just repeal it and go back the way it was prior to the adoption of Obamacare. And the answer to that is, as you dissect this problem, well, we can't because, and you referenced it in the beginning of the show, Obamacare does provide coverage for so many people into the hundreds of thousands. Now, others are affected a different way. So the bottom line is, at this point in time, there is no better plan. I mean, wouldn't you have to agree with that? Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, because in, in well, I agree with it in the following sense. I agree that they couldn't agree on what they thought would be a better plan. Is there a better plan? Uh, you know, some people think single payer would be a much better plan, you know, that we should be like all the rest of these countries and finally swallow it and accept it. Some people seem to think going back to the system that we had before Obamacare would be a better way to do it. So there's many people who think there are better paths to take. It's just that they couldn't get an agreement from the Republican Party. The Republicans self-destructed on the issue. Would you not agree with that? I would agree, and, and here's what I would tell the Republican Party: if 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 I was aligned with that party, and I took the position every year every year I ran for the last past eight years that you know and this is for senators and congressmen and so on. If my position was to stand on that podium and say, "Elect me, and I will fight to appeal Obamacare," which which our own Republican representatives have done, then I would have went in there no matter what the plan was. Because I would I would have voted to repeal it and adopt whatever plan was pushed in front of me. Because then I would I would comply with the position I took, and then I would deal with that plan we adopted. But the reason why, and that this is where, and it's a shame, where politics came into play. The reason why is what I said in the beginning of this conversation that the plan that they suggested was going to remove protection from so many people, and they looked at that as votes. Now, if you're, if you're committed in your position and you say, I want to repeal Obamacare, it's no good, just repeal it. A simple vote to repeal it. Do you and think then go do back you? to the way it was and then work on a new plan. I, but, but they don't have, you know, the, 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 the two organs that they need to do that. 
What do you, you know think I mean? the answer? What do you think the answer is to this problem? I mean, clearly, you know what I'm. Uh, I sit there and I say to myself, if you, if it is where it is right now, uh, uh, cost wise, deductible wise, for me, I can't imagine what it's going to be. You know, ten years from now or twenty years from now, I, I uh, it's hard to imagine. So, what what is the answer to this problem? Well, I, I have a, a statement I go by, and I'll answer it this way, and then, then give me a few minutes. I have a statement that anything can be fixed, and nothing is simple. And I, and I tell that to many of my clients when I start giving presentations and so on. So here's what I would do. And I, and I don't know the, the logistics of, of all the health care plans and, and how it's taken care of and all that. But here's what I would do if I was a Republican in that position. And, and the fact that, that Obamacare is going to implode, if that's true, here's what I would do. I would say, okay, here's the deal. We're going back to the way it was prior to Obamacare, because obviously you weren't paying what you're paying now prior to that, correct? Yes. I mean, you're, you're, okay, so I would go back to the way it was, whatever system was in place, but I would somehow, if possible, implement the pre-existing and, and some type of uninsured protection. I don't know how to do that, but that's the two elements I would have in my new plan, the way it was, pre-existing or covered, and... Um, well, let me ask no, you this. Do, do, do you think it will end up... Well, stand by. Let me do my headlines. Do, and you think about right. this. Do you think it will end up being a single-payer system in time? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, put him on hold, uh, Steve. I want to get back to him after this. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 3.30. What's happening in the Valley? An additional 20 years in prison for Luis Cruz Ramos for leading Valley police on a two-hour chase and manhunt. His time with the state is on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals. Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction in Puerto Rico. The investigation goes on today into a fatal house fire in Farrell over the weekend. Mercer County officials say 46-year-old Regina Norris was trapped inside of her house on Wallace Avenue Saturday night. Youngstown police are arrested a woman over the weekend with a mouthful of crack cocaine. Sandra Duckworth was in the backseat of a car pulled over in a traffic stop. She would answer questions only with a nod or a mumble, which tipped off police. Storm Team 27 forecast cloudy with some isolated showers, highs in the mid-20s. From the insurance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on News Radio 570 WPBN. This is the Bloomberg Market Minute. U.S. stocks are modestly lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is falling 68 points to 20,528. S&P 500 index down 6 points, but the Nasdaq is up 3. Crude oil is slipping a half of a percent to 47.70 to a barrel. Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago President Charles Evans says two interest rate increases may be the right amount of tightening for the U.S. economy this year, given uncertainties surrounding the outlook for inflation and government spending. Sealed Air has agreed to sell its hygiene and cleaning operations to Bain Capital Private Equity. The price, $3.2 billion. The sale includes Sealed Air's Diversity Care Division and the food hygiene and cleaning business within Sealed Air's Food Care Division. Donna Wilson, Bloomberg Radio. Next update at 4. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, 9 great meals, 1 great price.
Oh, Charlie's. Hi, Tribe fans. Who's ready for the home opener? It's Tuesday, April 11th on 570 WKBN. Ask your management team for permission to wear Tribe colors for opening day and pay a small fee for the privilege. Then send that small fee to the rescue mission. We have a form. Go to 570WKBN.com or the rescue mission. Help the rescue mission and show your tribe colors. News Radio 570 WKBN, the radio home of the tribe in Youngstown. Stay warm this winter. Call Mazza Heating in Gerard, your authorized Bryant dealer. Now, 63. For news anytime, go to 570WKBN.com. Brought to you by Donnell Ford Boardman. It's 337 News Radio 570 WKBN. Ron Verb live from Stadium GM. Let me go back to John. Is he is he still with me there? John, are you there? Yes, I am, Ronnie. All right. Now, do you think let, let me lay this on you. I mean, it, it, this is a monumental problem. It, it, do you agree with the perspective the Republicans ran for years saying that when they got in charge, they were going to repeal and replace Obamacare? Now, they're totally in charge, and they were unable to do that. Would you not agree that they look foolish to begin with? I mean, that, that, that they, they did themselves, and the disagreement within the own, their own party looks uh, somewhat foolish. Would we agree on that? Well, sure, and, and here's, what, here's what, uh, what makes it you know, so apparent. They had eight years. They had right. eight years right. to come up and decide for a plan, and after eight years, that's a long period of time, they, they right. couldn't do it. Right. They, they don't have one that they could agree on, so I think they look foolish. And I'm, tra- and I'm genuinely worried because, you know, the Democrats aren't going to go along with Trump on stuff if Trump will be able to accomplish a lot of things that I think need to be accomplished to save the country. Outside of that, though, you know, as, as time goes on, and, we, and you see what health care costs are now for you and me. What will they be five years from now or ten years from now? Don't you think, really, when people say, if you look around at the single-pay system in, can, in Canada and this kind of stuff, we got to have some type of a, of a Medicare for everybody and paid for by a sales tax or something like this, is that going to be the ultimately where we need to get, in your opinion? Well, it, it, and, and it's obvious it will be. And, and I was going to say, you know, make reference to, to the Canada plan and, and cover the uninsured through a Medicare, Medicaid type, you know, welfare type, if you want to use that, that term, plan. But let me ask you this. You'd have to look at it. If you and I were put in charge of this, you'd have to look at it and say, okay, why is the cost so high? And we could identify the reasons for the cost, Some, the, the, the questionable billing in reference to procedures, devices, and, and pharmaceuticals. I mean, that, that, that's, there's your three reasons why the cost is so high. We, we don't even, we, there's no need even to address the fee for the physician, doctor, or nurses, because that could be handled through insurance coverage. But those other three, the, the billing aspect of it, what they charge for, you know, we've heard the stories, uh, an aspirin if you're in the hospital, you know, and you get a bill for $120 because they gave you one aspirin and so on. That's what needs to be focused in on, and, and that's, I think, where, where both the Obamacare and the, and the Trump care, if we could, those plans kind of ignored those. And you and I understand that that's where the cost is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, yeah, see, and that's what I'm talking about. He he identified, I think, what the issue is, as far as I'm concerned. Listen, in all reality, if I had my choosing, it would it would be this. You know, we go back to the old system. You uh, you are responsible for you buying your health insurance. No one else. You know, you that you, you got to be an adult in America. You're responsible for buying it. We go back to the old system, but we do exactly what John said. We control the costs because the costs are out of control on so much of this kind of stuff. So that we can get the cost down so it becomes more affordable. I don't think anyone should be given anything for free, uh, period. You know, and then you'll have the decision 
you know, if you want to have, you know, a high deductible plan, you can always buy a supplement. If we don't go that way, then it's going to be a single payer system in time. This system is absolutely just a mess. And I'm not kidding you when I say to John and all of you, anyone listening is one major illness away from bankruptcy, even if you have insurance. And it's going to come down to, and, I, and I'm sick of people saying it, it's going to come down to saying, you know, do we spend $200,000 so you die a week from today? That's just stupid. It's not death panels. It's the reality of a limited resource. How much, you know, do we spend so that you live another week or two? Because that's where the majority of healthcare spending goes. And we got to get over some of the political bull crap that's going on. Right. So I guess, and we can close this conversation. We could both agree they're addressing, they're attacking the wrong problem. The, yes. the problem isn't the cost of health care. The problem is, is the, the fees that are charged. And, and, and that's, you know, they're attacking what's it going to cost me to give you, to provide you health care insurance. And that's not, the, that's not what you want to focus in on. Focus in on the cost associated with the health care. The, the single payer will take right. care of itself because the cost will go down. And those that are uninsured, the government could probably come up with a plan because it wouldn't be that costly. Here's the answer. I, right. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. Thank you, John. He's a sharp guy, and I do agree with everything he just said on that. Uh, News Radio 570 WKVN and Ron Verb. Onward we go, 341 in the afternoon. Uh, next call. Jake, Ron Verb, News Radio 570 WKVN. We are live from Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. Visit our website. We got a great website, stadiumgm.com. Everything that we have on a used car lot, we got a lot of nice looking trucks and cars up there. We got something in your price range, plenty of pictures to take a look at. We got a great website or take a look at any of the new product that we have down here. Leasing deals, I can assure you that you can't say no to. All right, Stadium GM, heart of Salem or stadiumgm.com. All right, Jake, fire away. Well, I, I agree with you 100% about, uh, I think Trump is our, our last hope. And if this does not go well, uh, it's going to be catastrophic. I just I want to remind you and see if you remember, about a month ago, the former Speaker of the House, Mr. Boehner, he's from Ohio. Yes. He said they have no intention of repealing or replacing Obamacare. It's not going to happen. And lo and behold, it didn't. So what did he know? He, you remember him saying this? Well, I, I, I think he, I'm going to answer your question. What did he know? I think he knew the division within the Republican Party of the extreme right and the moderates and trying to reach any type of a compromise among them. If you're asking me what did he realize or what did he know, I think that he found it totally and completely frustrating that there was no way to get to the the finish line uh, with the, some of the far right. That's what he knew, and that ultimately is what the problem is today that I think Paul Ryan ran smack dab into and Trump ran into. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, I agree, and I think it's really embarrassing. It needs to be. I think these people, quite frankly, I just don't think they're that smart. And you have well, let me let me put this to you. This is this is a serious problem. Everyone, everyone listening here, you know, outside of Medicaid and Medicare, everyone listening here is going to be affected by what's done here and what the costs are here. Every single person is affected by this. I'm not on Obamacare, but I'm affected by the cost of Obamacare as far as my own insurance is that's provided from my employer, which I pay a substantial portion to and have a huge deductible. Uh, so when you're saying to me, uh, you know, this problem is an American problem, 
I, I'm not optimistic, folks. I'm just going to say, conf- confess this to Jake. I believe lobbyists have such a stronghold in in Washington on these politicians, and I believe so many of these politicians. Uh, I, I I don't know that they think of us as Amer that think as Americans, and uh, I'm not optimistic that uh, that they're able to solve this problem just because of those divisions. Because the last caller before you identified what the problem is, it isn't to debate on the insurance. Really, you got to start at why are the costs so high? And you really got to start taking a look at pharmaceuticals, hospital costs. You have to review why is this so expensive and are we getting ripped off? How can we deal with this? What can we do to bring the costs down? So if you buy a policy, it will be more affordable. Or if you pay a deductible, you know, I have no problem, like I've said a million times, I believe when you go to the doctor, you should pay. I believe that there should be a high deductible. I believe insurance is for catastrophic things when you need a bypass, go to the hospital, and that kind of stuff. Outside of that, I think you should foot the bill. And I believe if you're paying, costs will come down. But I also believe John hit the nail on the head. you got to figure out why the costs are so damn high anyway. Go ahead, caller. Well, they say that there's uh, 16 administrators for every doctor. I just want to point out one of this guy, and this is a microcosm, I guess, from Wichita, Kansas, that has these clinics out there. He was on Hannity twice. His name is uh, Umber, yeah, you, uh, Dr. Umber, and he has several doctors. Anyway, they're in several different cities. They charge $50 for an adult, and they charge $10 for a child, and they provide all the services that you need. If you have something catastrophic, that's a whole different story. Now, you would think that they would examine something like that, or governors or people, you know, mayors of different cities would maybe talk to this guy and find out what he is doing and adopt it, if it works, adopt it to their city or county or whatever. But, you know, he he had them on there twice. You never hear any more about it. People out there do have um, ways to go about it. And he says he deals with these pharmaceutical companies, he gets them to drop their prices between eighty and ninety percent. Right. He buys he buys these pharmaceuticals for pennies on a dollar, and uh, it's being done. But I think when you get up and they don't do anything really that well, the government. Let's face it. You know what? No, I, I, you know I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, they do some things well. I mean, in all seriousness, Social Security is a very well run program, very low overhead cost. And, you know, I don't think Medicare is that bad of a program either. And quite frankly, the the drug end of it is uh, influenced by lobbyists and needs to be negotiated for prices. But I think you, I think as I listen to you, you're what I'm looking for in the world. You're saying, hey, I heard this idea that, you know, sounds pretty good. Why aren't all politicians, Republicans and Democrats, looking into it to see if it has any viability or any portion of it can be used to solve this problem? See, you are what I consider to be an American, and, and it's got Guys like you that, that, you know, everybody at some point is going to get sick. Everybody's going to need health care. I mean, we have got to get over some of the absolute political bull crap. I'm going to say it again. I don't believe we should spend $200,000 on me or Jake or anyone else so they die a week later. I mean, the reality is, you know, that's, that, that's, that's terrible. I'm not comfortable with saying the insurance company has to pay for your rehab because you're addicted to opioid, uh, have an opioid addiction. I you know, I mean, so, somewhere along the line, you have got to be responsible for stupid decisions you make. 
you know, like I said, I believe health care should say if you smoke, you're going to pay more. If you're fat, you're going to pay more. If, uh, you know, they have to view it just like they do people who aren't very good drivers or have a ton of speeding tickets. I'm in total agreement with uh, charging people more based on their habits. And let, let's be realistic. If you do drugs, you should pay more, too, And I, uh, whether that's marijuana or anything else. End of story on, on the cost of it. But I, I'm with this guy. What You know, let's look at that system because, you well, know what, the, where are we going to be in five years from now? Go ahead. Can I make one other comment about this? Yeah. And I'm kind of shifting gears on you, but it's more about what you were talking about at the beginning of the program. There's yes, a sir. bigger problem than this, which is hard to believe. And this financial thing. And right. when you listen to, a, and I've listened to a dozen of them, Peter Schiff, you yep. know, David know. Stockman, yep. all these people, they're saying that it's a numbers game. It's yep. not anything else. That we are either going to have to default on this debt. Uh, actually, they're saying that Social Security and Medicare and all this, this is all going to have to be trimmed way back. There's no other way. It's It's dollars and cents and it's going to happen and there's nobody wants to touch this and you know what i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you something i read both of those guys that you just cited i agree with both i agree with both of those guys and you know what Uh, not only do i agree with them uh i say this if you can't get the people to say think of this that mitch mcconnell didn't want to cut foreign aid to put the money instead of foreign military in our own military. If we can't get an agreement on that, you tell me how we're going to solve this problem at all. I believe Peter Schiff and uh, David Stockman are absolutely right, and that's why I say, in my opinion, if Trump isn't able to accomplish the things that he campaigned on, if he can't do that, then I think we have big problems as far oh, as... It's going uh, to be unbelievable. I mean, it's yep. going to be catastrophic. I, right. I hate to be an alarmist, but the... the They've been saying this for years. It can only go on so long. Right. And this is going to ha- It's not a question of maybe. It's going to happen. And when the stock market starts falling down, this guy, this is another thing that they don't talk about Trump and kind of frustrates me. The guy has put $3 trillion into the stock market. He cut that United Nations thing by over $100 billion. He's yep. cut the uh, NATO another $4 billion. And it goes on and on and on. He has done a lot in two months, and I don't know why people aren't talking about this, because this stuff has to be done. I'm yep. done beating your ear. I appreciate nope. you taking my I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. That guy, uh, that guy's informed. That guy is telling you the, the way it is, and I admire it. Hey, it's Ron Ferb, live from Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. Come on down. Uh, and it's a great day to walk the lot, look at cars. We've got a nice crowd down here today. You'll like the spirit of our dealership. You'll like how we do business. You'll like everything about us here at Stadium GM. I can assure you that. And make sure you take a look at our used car lots and uh, everything there is on our website as well as our new at StadiumGM.com. Stay close. I'll be right back. From the Fairway Ford Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs, no construction delays or backups, just a good-looking afternoon where you might have some sun glare going westbound. Report traffic problems 330-305-1159. I'm Libby Rhodes with Fairway Ford Traffic Fairway. That's the way they do business. Hi, Tribe fans. Who's ready for the home opener? It's Tuesday, April 11th on 570 WKBN. Ask your management team for permission to wear Tribe colors for opening day and pay a small fee for the privilege. Then send that small fee to the rescue mission. We have a form. Go to 570WKBN.com or the rescue mission. 
Help the rescue mission and show your tribe colors. News Radio 570 WKBN, the radio home of the tribe in Youngstown. All right, let's go on and talk to Rich out of Westside Tire and Service. Three locations, uh, one in Youngstown, one in Austintown, and one in Niles. Rich, uh, winter's officially over, but that doesn't mean you don't need good tires. Tread depth affects water getting, uh, you know, the tire-repelling water during rain, right? It sure does. last thing, Ron, that you want your vehicle doing is hydroplaning, just like driving on ice. We have the tires to give you the grip you need winter, spring, summer, and fall. Right, so when Rich tells you get a grip on it, he means it with any of the ones that he has selected right there. Now, in addition to that, talk about service that you do. Okay, we offer full service. We're going to save you money while we're doing it. Our trained technicians work under the hood, under the car, steering suspension, brakes, heating, cooling, air conditioning. We can handle most any issue, along with the routine maintenance. Absolutely. And where's this at? Three locations right there in Austintown, across from Bob and Chuck Eddy. Also uh, in Niles. Where are you located there? Well, Niles stores at 1109 Youngstown Warren Road on the strip in Niles. And don't forget the original one, 2408 Mahoney Avenue on the west side. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Ron. Let's check out Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box. Inside Cheap Tobacco, State Street, Girard. Low tonight down to 51. Could rain after midnight tonight. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a high of 58. Wednesday, 58. Thursday, 58. Friday, 59. So, going to be relatively comfortable. Ron Verb, News Radio 570 WKBN. Onward we go here. We're live from Stadium GM. You know, we've had, uh, just before I go, we've had excellent calls this hour. I think, uh, in all reality, I think John identified really what the problem is and how we're missing the mark on why do the services cost so much to begin with and that's really what needs to be addressed and i think he's right on on that so you know how you can't lower the cost of the insurance till you say why does it cost this much for these prescription drugs here and they're less in canada and they're less in mexico why does this service cost so much here until we hear some type of justification to figure out why the costs are so high so you got to lower those costs i think he made an excellent point on that, I think this the, this Jake guy made an excellent point on two things. When he said, you know, when he's talking about a um, healthcare system that was featured on Hannity and the costs are lower, he says, well, why don't we look at that? Why don't we see what ideas are working there? And and uh, as Americans, put put those forth. See, those guys, I think, are doing more to solve the problem than a lot of our politicians are doing that. And when Jake was saying, hey, what, this is what Peter Schiff and Stockman are saying about, you know, the debt and the lack of ability to deal with it, and I'm concerned about it i think he makes a lot of sense when it comes to that we'll talk more about that all coming up see if we get some more great calls like those guys excellent excellent callers you can learn a lot news radio 570 wkbn all it requires is two ears and a radio 729-9977 we'd like to hear from you 729-9977 i'll be right back from stadium gm in salem It's 3 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Shop the bargain tree online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570 WKBN. Youngstown's news, weather, and talk station. 
Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon. I'm Macy Jepson. A Trumbull County mother gets probation and a fine after taking more than 30 pills in front of her young children. Crystal Schott pleaded no contest to drug and child endangering charges in court today. A month after the incident inside a hotel room, her son committed suicide. An additional 20 years in prison for a man from Puerto Rico who led police in the Valley on a two-hour chase and manhunt. Luis Cruz Ramos was sentenced this morning in Mahoney County Common Pleas Court. This time from the state is on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals during the chase last spring. Warren City Council is considering legislation to prevent people from dumping their debris curbside for free pickup. Under the proposal, Warren residents with city garbage accounts would have to rent a roll-off container if trash does not fit into their 96-gallon container provided by the city. This year's annual retirement confidence survey from Principal Financial Group and the Employee Benefit Research Institute finds few older Americans fully confident about being able to live comfortably in retirement. We found that only 18% of workers said that they expect to live this way in retirement. Uh, this is down slightly from last year from 21%. We found another 40% that are somewhat confident. Craig Copeland at Principal Financial Group says that people with savings plans like 401ks felt better prepared to pay their basic expenses and somewhat better about medical expenses than those without plans. About a third of those with plans, though, were not sure how much to put into their plans. Drivers in the Valley are enjoying lower pump prices. GasBuddy.com reporting the average price of self-serve regular in Ohio down six cents to two dollars twelve cents a gallon, and in Pennsylvania by one cent to two forty-seven. You can find sub two-dollar gas prices at two gas stations on McGuffey Road in Youngstown. From the insurance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio 570 WKBM. Fox News Radio, I'm Lisa Brady. The Trump administration putting so-called sanctuary cities on notice that any areas providing safe haven to illegal immigrants accused of other crimes could lose federal grants. We intend to use all the uh, uh, lawful authority we have uh, to make sure that our state and local officials who are so important to law enforcement are in sync with the federal government. The Attorney General Jeff Sessions says it's the same policy as the Obama administration, but now it'll be enforced. Some sanctuary supporters, though, remain defiant. Fox Radio's Jessica Rosenthal is live in L.A. Lisa, California's Senate president said the attorney general's statement is nothing short of blackmail. He hinted at legal action, calling this a gun-to-the-head method to force cities and counties to participate in mass deportations that's unconstitutional and will fail, adding that sanctuary policies make cities and counties safer. San Francisco's mayor issued a statement saying their sanctuary laws are actually already in compliance because because if the federal government wants to detain a serious criminal, they can get a warrant, which the city honors. New York's attorney general issued a statement saying local governments actually have broad authority to not participate in immigration enforcement, Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. President Trump just signing three bills aimed at rolling back some Obama administration regulations in several departments, including education. One of the main goals to give more control back to the states. Parents, teachers, leaders know the needs of their students better than anyone in Washington by far. The other departments involved include the Bureau of Land Management, and there's one bill involving federal contractors and labor laws. Wall Street wondering how the health care battle might affect tax cut plans, prompting an early sell-off. But the Dow's down 45 points at the closing bell, and the Nasdaq finishing higher. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a smooth, clean shave. 
but you're tired of paying 32 bucks for new blades. Stop messing around with those generic razors and start shaving with Harry's for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular shave set, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free when you cover shipping, a total value of $20. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code 0707 at checkout to redeem your shave set. That's harrys.com, code 0707. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. update at 4.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazzy Heating and Cooling in Girard, your authorized Bryant dealer. Don't be left out in the cold. Call Mazza. We'll remain mostly cloudy for this March 27th, and uh, our high will top out in the mid-60s. Rain coming in after midnight with a low of 51. Tomorrow, clearing, 58. Wednesday, 58. Thursday, 58. Friday, 59. Again, cloudy skies most of the day. High, mid-60s. Current temp, 64. All right. On News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb. Let's go back to the action here. We're live from Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. We're talking about uh, two things. Uh, first of all, I guess uh, you'd call it the defeat of uh, the whole situation. You know, the Republicans for the longest time were talking about repeal and replacing Obamacare, and they were not successful at, uh, at doing that. And uh, it's really within divisions within their own party. And, uh, you know, that's why John Boehner, I think, ultimately left and ultimately quit because he realized, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't compromise anything on, uh, on the party. You just can't compromise because you got the far right. You got the moderates. You can't compromise anything when it comes to the party. You can't get anything done because everybody's dug in in this kind of stuff. So, and it seems like that's the case on this one. You know, you got the king of the deal making Trump right there and, uh, you can't you can't get enough Republican support to pass this uh, proposal, and you know no Democrats are going to go for it. So it is not a good sign. It's definitely not a good sign. It's a troubling sign because if Trump isn't able to succeed at the other things he's saying, we had a great call last hour. The guy that's saying if you read Peter Schiff and David Stockman, if you read these guys, brilliant guys, incidentally, they are saying they are saying the numbers aren't adding up here in the country. You know, that uh, the 20 trillion in debts, interest rates are going up, how much more of the money coming in per year it's going to take, unable to get spending under control. Basically, what those guys are saying is it's going to reach a boiling point and a breaking point, and it's not going to be pretty at all. And uh, it's all because they lack the ability of leadership to read a balance sheet and be able to make decisions as Americans. So that's why that uh, Jake who called last hour was basically saying, that uh, he's troubled, and I do think Trump is the last hope at solving this problem. I sincerely think he is the last hope that the country has. You know, those signs that used to say, Save America, I agreed with him. And I think he's the one guy that can potentially do that based on what he's saying. If you really understand what he's saying about lowering corporate taxes to bring 
companies back in, even though that'll bring tax, more tax money back in, even with a lowered thing, that'll stimulate the economy, that helps, you know, pay off the debt and deficit, helps the social security, it solves a lot of problems, but you have to cut corporate taxes, otherwise they're not going to come back. When you hear him talk about the cost of health care and how that's part of the plan too, I mean, he's talking about a big picture here and solving some of those issues so that the country uh, can survive, if you will, financially or not have some meltdown, but you have politicians unable to do that kind of stuff. I mean, it's clear to me the health care issue is a major issue for all employers and individuals. I understand some people like Obamacare and some people don't like it, but the problems in health care are significant. The cost of health care, as John pointed out last hour, man, a great call who said, we're talking so much about the cost of insurance. Shouldn't we be addressing why it costs, why the procedures cost so much? Why are we paying more for drugs? Why are we paying more for a lot of these procedures? Shouldn't we be looking into lowering those costs so that insurance costs will come down right off the bat? Isn't that where we should focus? And I think he's right, because unless you focus on that, the cost of insurance will just continue to go up, and how much you got to pay out of your pocket will continue to go up. It's just going to reach a breaking point for companies and families because it's eating so much income up. That's number one. And number two is, if I think if Trump doesn't get a lot of his agenda accomplished, the country's in serious economic trouble. And, you know, that affects everybody. I mean, it's just like when you were, and how does it affect you? Well, let me give you an example. You know, for example, we have people that retire and they have 3000 a month coming in on a pension plan and it goes broke and the next thing they know they have 1500 Well, they work, they retired, they were kind of planning on that and they have 1500 because the pension plan goes bust and it's turned over the government. You don't get uh, what you thought you were going to get. Well, the same thing can happen, you know, as time goes on to, Medicare, if you don't have enough, uh, can happen to Medicare and the same thing, or I'm sorry, Social Security and Medicare, if you don't have enough people paying into it uh, to keep the system afloat. So when Trump says a good economy makes all the difference in the world and we need to do that sooner than later and do it by cutting corporate taxes and tariffs and getting stuff located back in here to get it going, that will help us with the debt and deficit. That will help us with, uh, so, you know, Medicare and Social Security solve that problem. He's right. He's just right on that stuff. And when he's talking about how these government contracts are all overpriced and dealing with that and negotiating down, he's right about that, too. So you sit back. I don't think the guy's a nut or crazy. He's right on getting this stuff down. And when he's saying, okay, well, we were unsuccessful, Obamacare's going to fail based on its own weight, not too much going out, not enough going in, he's right about that. So he's saying it's just a matter of time when everybody's going to have to sit down and try to figure out what to do because uh, the system is not going to survive. And uh, I think Obama probably knew that as well. So there you have it. That's what we're talking about today. Comments, 729-9977. If you want to get on board, 729-9977. 729-9977. With that being said, let me go to JP, News Radio 570, Dodie and Ron Verb on a good-looking Monday afternoon. Hello there. It's good-looking, Ron. I, it amazes me why some of the people that call you wake up every morning. Well, they do because uh, they want to make things better. Were they living in 2009? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they were. That, oh, that they doesn't were? mean. Okay, it sounds like they were because I don't think any of them were like eight years old. Well, what, I did, I, worse I, about, what was worse about January 20th, 2017, than January 20th, 2009? Tell me one thing that was worse. 
Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a number of things that are worse, uh, just in general. I think when we take a look at a couple of things, the cost of, or first, the $20 trillion deficit, I think is a monumental problem with interest rates going up. The, the size of the debt and deficit is really a significant problem. I'll also tell you that I think ISIS is much more of a serious problem than it was then from how it is now. I will also now, tell you... Uh, excuse me, excuse me one minute on that one. Well, I'm answering your question. I want to answer... Well, answer the ISIS thing, okay? Yes. Which is uh, no question a problem, but we're also involved in two wars, right? In two thousand nine, right? Uh, Trump took over an economy that your buddy that just called the, your you your self-proclaimed expert. Yes. The stock market's gone up uh, under Donald Trump fourteen percent. He talks about how many trillions of dollars. Uh, Barack Obama got elected on. Uh, his inauguration, January 20th, the start of the market was 7,921. I'm a good math guy, so I'll help you guys out. When he left, it was 18,000, or 127%. The stock market went up. Okay? Getting to Obamacare, far from a perfect, far, by far uh, a very flawed uh, law. Okay? But better than we had. In, the smartest thing you said today was when you spoke of the end-of-life costs, okay? My wife happens to be a retired critical care nurse, okay? And, you know, we all have decisions to make in our lifetime at end-of-life. Uh, most of us either went with, with moms or dads or our own situations. And you're so right that such a great percentage of our health costs are in the last two, three weeks of life it, 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 they called them death panels back in the day. A responsible physician would sit me down, you down, anyone down that truly cares about their patient and tell them they shouldn't be on the ventilator for three weeks when basically they have no brain function. Right, I wouldn't They're call them death living. panels. They're right, I'd, I'd call them mercy panels. I really would because, uh, uh, but go ahead, keep on going. I agree with you. A hundred percent. Our health insurance has been flawed for years. And again, I voted for Obama. I, I like some parts of Obamacare. I profited by it in that I had two children in college. Both of them were able to stay uh, uh, under my wife's health care plan, which in fact used to be part of her benefit package at St. Elizabeth's, and when she quit there, we were paying $762 a month as part of her to get the same insurance that used to be free. So health insurance just didn't start to go up um, in the last year, two years, five years. Health insurance has been on the rise for a long time. Can we agree on that? Oh, no, I totally agree on that. But here's the I mean, problem. Here's, here, here's the problem, what we have. Obamacare was supposed to be the Affordable Care Act, if you want to say it, and it wasn't. And we, we were looking at health care costs that were going up two or three times the rate of inflation. Now we're seeing health care costs go up even higher than that, with deductibles going up even higher. So it didn't make it better; it actually made it worse. So what's well, the here's answer? My, here's my. I, I agree with you there, and I agree with you there. However, if the Republican Party and the in the congressman. And, and senators were so interested in, in, in their constituents, okay, you can't say that the president didn't say, hey, bring me something 
For six years, you know what they tried to do? Repeal Obamacare 60 times. They voted 60 times in an effort to, to instead of saying, hey, let's get together. You're, Mitch McConnell said his job was to make sure the guy didn't get reelected. Well, take a look. You don't need. You need. You don't need to talk about the sixty times. Take a look when they're totally in charge and in control. They My couldn't point. even repeal. They, they couldn't even repeal and replace That's it. That's the point I was getting to. That's what they ran on. He was going to tear off Obamacare, and everybody. You know, most of the people that. that <laughs> luckily, they didn't pass the bill for them. I think, to be honest with you, because most of the people that voted for Donald Trump, a good portion of them, were going to be hurt by that bill. Okay, those people that are, I mean, the low-income people profit by Obamacare. People like you don't, people like I don't. I'm on Medicare now, so it doesn't make any difference. But my wife, we still pay insurance, and we did, okay? But for the greater good of of the people, it, it could have been improved. And it's quite apparent to me that... It, if it was so easy to, to repeal, it would have been repealed because you you so uh, well put. They have the president, they have the Senate, they have the House, and guess what? They have warring factions in the House of Representatives, and they're not going to pass a budget either because you have you have different mindsets in the same party that are sold. That, that party sold the. It's more divided than the Democrats, and the Democrats are in trouble. Well, I, I do agree with you that it's going to be tough because of how the party is. Don't you think that's really why Boehner left? Because Boehner realized oh, wow. you had the you had the far right. He, you can't get anything done. And don't you think Paul Ryan's learning that pretty easily? That you know, that's not the, the, the you have people who just won't move on anything. Well, I think Boehner and, and Obama had had a chance to make a, a nice deal there in, in uh, you know that faction that you spoke of um, uh, to. Some of your previous callers just buried it, and you know, Bader, Bader looked like uh, uh, a genius in my eyes. And right, but the guy that said he knew some, here's what he knew: he knew he was the head of a uh, of a body of government that was dysfunctional. That's all yep. he knew. He knew that that bill was never going to get passed. Trump yeah, but let me ask you this, and I got seconds remaining. Don't you think that sure. the country's in serious problems? When we can't solve any of this stuff, the cost of health care, 20 trillion in debt, the country will melt down unless we get moving on some of this stuff. I, Agree? I, I think the, the country's in serious political uh, dilemmas. I don't, I, I'm not a fatalist. Okay? All right, I thank I, you for I, your I, call. I, I, I thank you. I think it's got serious financial issues. From Fairway 4 Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs for you out there right now. Some brake lights, Market Street Southam, between Boardman Poland Road and East Western Reserve Road. Report traffic problems 330-305-1159 on Libby Roads with Fairway 4 Traffic Fairway. That's the way they do business. This report is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. Let's go on out and check in with Dr. Pamela Barquette, 13 Elizabeth Street, Canfield, world's greatest dentist. Hello, Dr. Barquette. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. Well, the sun is somewhat shining. I'm down here at Stadium right in the showroom window working on my tan today. Sounds good. I know. It's so nice to see the sunshine. It is. What's going on at the What's happening at the office? Well, we've had um, something that we don't know, we haven't talked about for a, a little while. We have kids going out and playing baseball and some with soccer and lacrosse and, you know, the mouth guards. 
we haven't talked about that for a little while. And so parents should be aware of that, protecting their children's health. I know we just finished basketball season, and that can be a really aggressive, that is a very aggressive sport. Um, but we always only think of football, but there's other sports that your children, and even baseball, um, right. especially if they're a pitcher or a catcher. So, um, you know, depending on what your sports your children are involved in, um, remember to protect those teeth. Right. Now, when you talk to me about a mouth guard, you talk about wiring my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, is that the type? for you. <laughs> oh, I got it. She's the world's greatest dentist. She's Dr. Pamela Arquette. What's the phone number? 330-533-5666. Thank you, Doc. Take Appreciate care. it. 13 Lisbon Street in Canfield. Storm Team 27 forecast. Brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box in Gerard. Possibility of rain after midnight. Low tonight down to 51. Tuesday's high 58. Wednesday 58. Thursday 58. Friday 59. News Radio 570 WKBN. Like it or not, that last caller was a smart guy, too. You know, there's two sides to every story. And he may he can make a good case too. Let's travel on on News Radio Five Seventy Nobody Kimmy on Bob, you're on the air. Hello there. All right, Ron. I've been on for about an hour here waiting. Uh, I but, apologize. Uh, Go ahead. And uh the last guy spotting how good the stock market's done under Obama. I was gonna talk about health care, but he, he got my goat on that. The feds have dumped eighty billion a month into the market since Obama got elected. That's $960 billion a year. The interest rates have been zero. The only game in town for the rich folk to make their money is in the stock market. That's why the stock market went up. It's because the feds have been dumping all our money in it and borrowing money and uh, inflating it. What do you got to say about that? I agree with that. I mean, uh, well, I, I I do agree with that. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with the guy. Did Obama inherit a mess? Absolutely, did. Is it better when he left than when he started? Absolutely. Well, the, but you now, know, but, 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 elected, they're, they're finally starting to uh, cut back on all their right. But uh, but he, you know, I ran out of time with him simply to say to him what I say to you: If you don't think this country doesn't have major economic problems, and uh, you know financial problems, he's not a doom and gloomer. I don't care. I'm a realist. Peter well, they never Schiff, passed the budget under Obama. Well, Peter Schiff, David Stockman, and these guys, and I don't know how successful Trump's going to be at getting anything done. I, honest to God, say this to you and everybody listening. I think if Trump isn't successful at doing some of the stuff that he wants to do, this country, I think, is in big trouble economically, job-wise, and in every fashion. I I think we're in big, big trouble, period. End of story. If he can't succeed at what he's going to do. Right. And and, And I'm I'm losing... The thing with Obamacare is... They they let the government get their nose the the camel's nose under the tent with it. Either the government's going to run it, or they got to get out of the way and let the free market do it. Because it can't go both ways. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to let let the free market mandate how much insurance is going to cost, and you know these kids twenty six stay stay on their parents up to twenty six stay on their parents policy. The whole idea between behind Obamacare was be having these young people paying into it to bring down the cost. Yeah, I get you. All right, Tiger, thanks for your call. I'll come back with more after this. Callers in line, stand by. Be back right after this, live from Stadium GM. Visit our website, stadiumgm.com. Take a look at all we have to offer. And so plenty of pictures on there, new and used. Everything General Motors makes, we carry. Great selection of used cars. Come on down and see us in the heart of Salem. We'll be back. This 
is The Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 4 30. Here's what's happening in the Valley. An additional 20 years in prison for Luis Cruz Ramos for leading Valley police on a two-hour chase and manhunt. This time from the state on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals. Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction in Puerto Rico. Youngstown police arrested a woman over the weekend with a mouthful of crack cocaine. Sandra Duckworth was in the backseat of a car pulled over in a traffic stop. She would answer questions only with a nod and a mumble which police say tipped them off. If you don't mind your heart being broken in two, you might enjoy a show coming to the Packard Music Hall this summer. Half of the sister duo Heart from the 80s is performing there. Ann Wilson will be in concert June 17th, and tickets go on sale Friday. Storm Team 27 forecast cloudy with some isolated showers. High today in the mid-60s. From the insurance experts, R. Kashmiri and Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on News Radio 570. WKBN. Next update at 5. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Stocks ended mixed. The Dow Jones Industrials fell 46 points to 20,550. The Nasdaq closed 11 points higher. The S&P 500 lost two points. Sam Stovall at CFRA says investors are worried now about all of President Trump's economic initiatives. The failure of the health care bill to pass, that puts tax reform into jeopardy as well. The president says he intends to move forward on tax reform. European Union regulators have approved the planned merger of Dow Chemical and DuPont, and the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphones that were recalled because their batteries were fire-prone may not be dead after all. Samsung Electronics issued a statement today saying refurbished versions of the Galaxy Note 7 will be sold or rented in some markets after the matter is discussed with regulators and wireless companies. The crude oil futures closed at $47.73 a barrel in New York. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. Yeah, this is quite a gem. Why can't we have a radio to hear about the traffic? Because we're settlers, Mother. And that's what we do. We settle for not being informed. We settle for wearing drab clothing and dying at age 29 from a cough. Don't be a settler. The Valley's Place to Talk. <coughs> I'll have the boys start digging your grave as soon as we get home, dear. News Radio 570, WKBN. Stay warm this winter. Call Massa Heating in Gerard, your authorized Bryant dealer. It's 65 degrees. For news anytime, go to 570wkbn.com. Brought to you by Donnell Ford Boardman. Let's go back to it. Ron Verb, News Radio 570 WKBN. Next call, please, as we travel on here. 4.35 in the afternoon. Jim, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good, sir. Go ahead. Uh, you're a smart man. Um, oh. At least I think you are. You sound like one. I try. Um, I want you to listen to what I'm going to say. I want you to dissect this, okay? You know, when Obama's in office for eight years, I voted for him twice. Um, you know, he, he, he did okay. He didn't do great. But, he, you know, the, the stock market, it did go up when he was in office. But now saying that, he destroyed the health care. Now, the Republicans, what you were saying earlier, some of your callers, 
the point he made was, you know, the Republicans were crying for the last eight years about Obamacare, and now Trump gets in, now they don't pass it, okay? Now, you know, and they wonder why they never, you know, why the Democrats are winning all the time. Now, here's what I think is going to happen down the road. I don't think, I don't think this health care is going to pass. I don't think Trump's going to be able to say his opinion. And you know what? I'm going to vote for him again. He has been in office for six months. I will vote for that man his next term. And here's what's going to happen. In eight years when his time's up, and all the middle-class people, all the people that voted for him, See, these Republicans don't understand. A lot of middle-class, blue-collar workers voted for Trump, not because they're Republicans, because they voted for Trump because the way this, this economy is and then the jobs with all the illegals coming over here. That's why we voted for Trump. If he was a Democrat running, I would have voted for him. Now, I'm a Republican because I voted in the primaries for the first time, so that makes me a Republican now. I always thought myself as an independent, so I was never Democrat or Republican. But here's what's going to happen. When his term's up and these Republicans turn against him and don't pass everything, what he's trying to do, and same with the Democrats, nobody's going to vote or they're going to vote independent just to say they're going to do independent, is my opinion. Because my opinion is, Ron, the left and the right, all they care about is, you know, uh, business as usual. Same Republican. That's why, like, Kasich, he was mad because, you know, he tried to fight all the way to the end. You know, he's a typical politician. Trump isn't. Trump is a guy that wants best for this country, and, and everybody voted for him. We're sitting back. We're watching the whole situation. The Republicans are so stupid that they should have passed this and then worked on it and got rid of Obamacare. But they didn't do it. So that makes them look bad, too. That makes them hypocrites. They're no better than Democrats, Ron. I, you know what? I, I agree with that statement in a sense of it makes them look like hypocrites because they've been arguing for the longest period of time. Incidentally, I agree with that entire statement that you made. I was listening as you were talking, and, I, and, I, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm finding myself agreeing with this guy. I said it to you before. I, honest to God, say this to all of you. I believe that Trump is the last hope to save a lot of what's wrong with this country. Contrary to JP's comments prior to it, we're $20 trillion in debt and growing. You know, the problem in our country is lobbyists. They get their way. I mean, think of, think of just some of the stuff. Lobbyists, prescription drugs on Medicare. We can't negotiate for them. Trump's the first president I, who said we're getting ripped off on prescription right. drugs and Medicare, and he's right. Trump's the first president to say you're overcharging us for these F-35s, and he got the price down, and he was right. Boeing, you're overcharging us from Air Force One. He's dealing with the cost of government contracts and bringing the price down on the contracts. He's finally telling other countries, we're tired of paying your way in the, in the NATO. You need to step to the plate and they are just think of just just as an american forget democrat or republican just what i'm saying he's saying i'm tired of our country being screwed you got to pay your fair share in nato all of you you know these other countries you gotta you know, the stuff that he's doing i just totally agree with when this guy's talking when he says and that's why i say this guy will is trying to save the country i get what he's saying if you lower corporate taxes bring business back here not only do you get the taxes that you lowered coming back in the country you get more economic activity which helps stimulate the economy which helps lower the debt and deficit which saves medicare and social security now all right. these idiots that oppose this have, have no idea that they're destroying the country they're just destroying you know, the country you know who's right you know you're, you're absolutely right everything you said you're 110 percent right now with the media left and right 
CNN and Fox News. I like Bill O'Reilly. But you know who I never like, and he may, I'm not going to, it ain't Rush Limbaugh. You, I never liked him, but he's the only one on cable TV that makes sense is Sean Hannity. And I never thought I would say that. And no, I, Sean I, I, Hannity, everything Sean says, he's right. Right. Before Obama became ran for president, Hannity was saying a long time that the Republicans, they cry and cry and cry, but when they get in office, they don't do nothing. Bush, Bush, uh, the, first, the father did the same thing. The son did the same thing. Uh, you know, I was too young for Reagan. You know, I, I, was, I was younger. But, you know, it's business as usual with the Republicans, and they rank on the Democrats. They're no better. They're two-faced. Trump gets, they don't like Trump. They don't. I still say, Ron, 60, 60% of Republicans do not like Trump. They're mad because they couldn't get their boy uh, Paul Ryan in or Kasich or any of those people in. Well, you know, they, they don't understand. We're the taxpayers. We pay their salary. What don't they understand? And the Democrats understand that, too. When they get their paychecks, we pay the bill. Right. You know, I like Kate, Kate, you know, and I'm gonna. I want to change something real quick. I'm gonna let you go. I, I, I'm changing the subject. About you're talking about Ohio about getting a rose fix real quick, and I'll let you go. I want to make a point about Kasich. Um, last week, and I'll let you go. You were talking about how the how you know they want to tax us, you know, with the with the gas or the the, the tolls, and I was, you know, with all that going on. And one person brought up the rainy day fund. And you made a good point about that. That rainy day fund's there for emergencies, which I understand that. But you know what? You always say this, Ron. You never said it last week, and I was shocked. And you always say this. We are taxed out. This is why school levies ain't passing. Luckily, you know, the police and firemen levy does pass when it comes up because we need them. But this is why, like you said, you always say this. This is why these levies don't pass because we're getting taxed out of our homes. We can't, right. we, we're, we're paying so much tax, we can't do it no more. Right. And, you know, and I, Ron, I don't think it's fair what they're doing with this. I know people, we got to pay for the roads, but you know what? You can only pay so much. You know what I mean? It's, it's, enough is enough right. with that. I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you for doing so. I appreciate it. News Radio 570 WQN, I agree with that. Nobody, uh, you know, I like Trump, and I like Trump's head of OMB, this guy that's putting a budget together. I, I really like this guy. I like what he says. I like what his thoughts are. I like everything about it. But, of course, they say, well, that budget's dead on arrival. So, okay. So it, it, he's the first president, folks. Listen, the, cutting foreign aid, to simply say we should build our military up instead of paying to build theirs up. And I would say to myself, how on God's green earth could anyone disagree with that? Yet Mitch McConnell, a Republican, disagrees with that. That's why they said he cut the State Department 25%. It's because he gutted foreign aid to put the money into our country. Now, why would anyone be opposed to that? Yet some are. I'll be damned if I understand that. And when he says, you know, we need to build up our military, and we do, and uh, in essence he doesn't want the debt and deficit to go up even higher, and he wants to do the tax reform to, that would actually increase money coming in and get the economy going again so that we can not only get out of the debt and deficits, but we can also cut spending because he wants to look at what we're paying for stuff. Now, this should get universal agreement. I don't understand the discontent. I don't understand the disagreement on any of this kind of stuff. 
And as time goes on, I'll either get more discouraged and convinced that we'll never be able to solve any of this stuff because the system is so corrupted. Listen, I believe most of these people are out of touch with reality, including Tim Ryan. I'm beginning to think he's totally out of touch. I liked what he said when he was running against Nancy Pelosi, but now he's just you know falling right in line. And and you know that's that doesn't cut it with me. You know, as an American, the answer can't be raising taxes. The answer can't be we got to take care of everybody. Nobody should have personal responsibility in this kind of stuff. This is absolute socialism and bullcrap. We are making it more and more difficult by taking more and more of productive people's money for them to be able to enjoy it. And this is utter insanity for how large government is getting and how much of your money they're taking. And I think Trump is the answer to that on a federal level. I genuinely think he is. Let's go onward. Uh, 445. I love it when Steve the Engineer says, shut up and take a call. All right, Steve, go ahead. Where are we going to next? <laughs> Tony, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Rod? Okay, Tiger, well, go ahead. Well, we can see uh, that Trump isn't going to get along with the Republicans. Trump isn't going to get along with the Democrats. Okay, then go somewhere where you can get stuff done. And this is how you do it. It's three steps. Go back to eliminating NAFTA and GATT. Oh, I know we're traitors, but listen, if you could give NAFTA and GATT free taxes and free tariffs, why can't we do that for our own businesses? In other words, lower taxes for our business. Take care of America first. He don't need the Republicans. He don't need the Democrats. Step one. Now, everybody in the lobbyists are bumping, you know, butts to find out what are we going to do now because their lobbyists are going to the senators and the congressmen now he goes and he says we got to do something about health care we're going to get together with this well no he can go to re- step two would be going to the re- i take that back going to the republican party and saying okay we're lowering taxes for all the businesses and middle class and the poor okay he's going to get that with the republicans no doubt step three now we got to do something about health care what we'll do is we'll expand Medicare, make it absolute, because you got tax money now with all these tariffs that are being paid, and businesses are going to start moving here to America, creating more tax money for America. And now you say we're going to expand Medicare, making it absolutely free for every individual in this country. Everybody will have hospitalization because you can get it through the tax base on a sales tax or whatnot. And you know the the Democrats, especially the Bernie Sanders Democrats, are going to go along with this. That's how you settle everything without worrying about the Democrats or the Republicans. You do it with the power that's with you. And he has the power to do all the trade agreements. And just like he said before, eliminate it. And he goes to these countries and he says, look, we have a problem with our taxes here. We're not making enough, so we have to repeal our NAFTA free trade and GATT free trade. Now you have to renegotiate. Bunch of bunch of tariffs coming in. Now our treasury is getting built up. Now you go to the Republicans and say, okay, tax breaks for all these businesses in the middle class. You're going to get that no problem with the Republicans, and they are the majority. Then you go to the Democrats and the Republicans, and you and you and you, and you uh, fund the, the Medicare for everyone on a sales tax, and you'll get the Democrats to back you up on that. And you make it second to none in the world, and that's how you take care of this. You have to you have to work with the powers that you already have. If no one's going to work with you, then work with what you can work with. Because he's going against the whole establishment, Republicans and the Democrats, 
and no one can stop him from shutting you know what, down uh, the uh, trade uh, agreement. Yeah, right, I, and i got to tell you, I thoroughly enjoy these pro-Trump rallies that I see on television. You know, and I think they're important because I think you can sit in a White House and think, Jesus, everybody's against everything I'm doing. You know, I am the I, I am the forgotten man, just as you are. I'm the guy that pays the taxes. I'm the guy that goes to work. I'm the guy whose health care cost doesn't get a uh, supplement and the deductibles go up and all that kind of stuff. It's a sad damn day in America, I'll say it again, when productive people have worse health care coverage than somebody on Medicaid. It's a sam da- sad damn day in America so when we can't agree on cutting things. It. it would be a service i, I understand like Listen, i'm not talking about your plan in cincinnati we, we pay stat, state taxes and well listen taxes. to this you know what here's a reality when they're talking even when they're talking we don't have enough money coming in to fix our roads you know what then then it's cost too much to fix them then instead of saying the answer is more money we better take a look at why it's so expensive why to fix them okay to take care of mexico and china and not our own businesses here exactly we be doing that first exactly thank you for your call then we should be devoting more of our country to uh, our money to infrastructure in this country and uh, fixing our roads. And perhaps we're going to have to do it with uh, people that um, need to serve the country and or a WPA type program. We'll be back after this. Seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven live from Stadium GM. From the Fairway 4 Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs for you out there right now. Everything is moving well. Report traffic problems at 330-305-1159. I'm Libby Rhodes with Fairway 4 Traffic Fairway. That's the way they do business. This report is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. I thought it was a great big commercial aircraft. If it doesn't scare you. And the cover's pulled tight over her to the point where she couldn't move. If it doesn't frighten you. I don't know if this is paranormal. I think it is. If it doesn't leave you questioning everything you think you know, then we're not doing our job. I've never seen a ghost, and if I did, I'd probably crap my pants. Coast to Coast AM. It's weird. On 570... WKBN. All right, let's check on and out how things are going out uh, with uh, Terry Cmac at Cmac's Northside TV and Appliance. Hi, Terry. Hello. How are you, young man? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, young man. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing extremely well. Thank you for asking. Let's talk about you. Uh, let's see. Uh, March Madness, man, nothing's better than on a big screen TV, right? Absolutely. March Madness. Still have a whole other week of March Madness to go in. Of course, a week after that, see, uh, one of the greatest of all is the Masters of the week after that. So, and of Basketball's going on, pro basketball. The Indians are about to start up. The Pirates. So, yeah, it's a great time. Every time's a great time to buy a big screen TV. Washers, dryers, refrigerators, televisions, names you know. But the most important name is C-Max Northside TV. They deliver. They set up. They know what they're doing. Go see the old-timer down there. He's done this all his life, right, Terry? That's right. That's the only name to know in this market right here is C-Max Northside TV. You can call us at 755 9061 or find us at northsidetv.com. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. 456. Let's check the forecast. Brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box. Inside Cheap Tobacco, State Street Gerard. Could have some rain after midnight. Low tonight down to 51. Tuesday, 58. Wednesday, 58. Thursday, 58. And Friday, 59. Ron Verb, News Radio 570 WKBN. You know, i got to tell you something. I mean, I, as I sit here at Stadium GM today, we got a great website. Visit it, incidentally, stadiumgm.com. If you're looking for car new or used, visit our website. A lot of pictures on there. we got a huge selection down here. we got a great sales department. No one will treat you better than this dealership. I can tell you that. It's the spirit of the dealership. But... Um, 
With that being said, i got to tell you, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to a lot of these calls today, and I must say, we've had a lot of excellent callers today. I mean, you know, there's a lot, uh, there's, it doesn't matter whether, you know, I agree or disagree with you, some people have made some really excellent points that uh, have come along, and... Um, you know, the guy, including the guy that was kind of defending Obama, I thought he made some good points in there because not everything is bad. And uh, I just I, I just have found a lot of callers really informed in that kind of stuff. So we shall see. You know, we've got another hour to go till 6, and John Arnold will join us at 6 o'clock. I mean, I, it's not that you can't be optimistic about the future of the country, but I think it has serious problems. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm a little bit uh, down, I guess, because... Um, I think it's a setback for Trump when it comes to the health care. And uh, I'm concerned about getting some of the other stuff done that he wants done. You know, his budget I agree with, and, you know, they say it's dead on arrival. Could he get tariffs in? Can he renegotiate NAFTA? I mean, can he do a lot of this stuff that I think needs to be done to save the country, or will these guys be so partisan? You know, the Democrats won't go with anything, even if it's best for America. So I don't understand that at all. But, you know, they're out of touch. Most of these Congress people, 170,000 gold-plated benefits, and they want to act, uh, you know, like they got my best interest at heart i think trump does i don't know about the rest of them all right stay tuned i'll come back after the news at five we're live in salem we're at stadium gm it's the best dealership you're going to find everything general motors makes we carry right here and you can take a look at it any color you want we have it you know i i was just thinking too when i was looking over at the sales guy what a uh, sales guys what a great group of guys we have down here that are customer driven as well news radio 570 wkv and i'll be right back It's 5 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Our family's heritage, your family's home. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon. I'm Macy Jepson. An additional 20 years in prison handed down this morning to a man from Puerto Rico who led police in the Valley on a two-hour chase and a manhunt. Luis Cruz Ramos was sentenced this morning in Mahoning County Common Police Court. His time from the state of Ohio on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals during the chase last spring. Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction back in his native Puerto Rico. When police tried to pull him over, he led police through Youngstown, Camel, and Boardman and eventually hid from police overnight. Tom Moore reporting in the newsroom. The number of emergency calls linked to the drug epidemic this year is surging in Trumbull County. Last year, the 911 Dispatch Center recorded 126 drug overdose calls in the county. So far this year, the director of the center says there have been 293 calls. And a Trumbull County mother gets probation and a fine after taking more than 30 pills in front of her young children. Crystal Shock pleaded no contest to drug and child endangering charges in court today. A month after the incident, inside a hotel room, her son committed suicide. Some students in Masary are learning a lesson about what it means to help others in need, including one of their classmates. Students at Brookfield Elementary took up a collection of anything they could find at home that would help a family who lost nearly everything in a house fire last week. The Pinwell family and their four children were not injured, but they lost four of their pets in the fire. Warren City Council is considering legislation to prevent people from dumping debris curbside for free pickup. Under the proposal, Warren residents with City Garment 
garbage accounts would have to rent a roll-off container. Drivers in the Valley are enjoying lower pump prices. GasBuddy.com reports the average price of self-serve regular in Ohio is down six cents to two dollars twelve cents a gallon, and in Pennsylvania by one cent to two forty-seven. You can find gas under two dollars a gallon at two gas stations on McGuffey Road in Youngstown. From the insurance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Live from New York, the Fox Report. I'm Lisa Brady. The Trump administration sending a message to cities, counties, and states that try to protect illegal immigrants accused of other crimes. Such policies cannot continue. They make our nation less safe by putting dangerous criminals back on the streets. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says existing rules against so-called sanctuary cities will be enforced and they could lose federal grants. But some of those cities are apparently ready to challenge that. Fox Radio's Jessica Rosenthal is live in L.A. Lisa, California's Senate president said the attorney general's plan to withhold funding is blackmail. But he said it's also unconstitutional and will fail. State Assemblyman Rob Bonta said there's evidence that sanctuary policies actually keep cities safer. It's better to create an environment where witnesses and victims can come forward and report crime to law enforcement. That leads to criminals getting caught and crime being stopped. San Francisco's mayor says they already comply with the federal government. They said if immigration enforcement wants to detain a criminal, all they have to do is provide a warrant. Just last week, L.A.'s mayor signed an order that prohibits city employees from using public resources to cooperate with immigration enforcement, Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley says as a mom, she wants a world without nuclear weapons for her family, but that the U.S. has to be realistic. Is there anyone that believes that North Korea would agree to a ban on nuclear weapons? The U.S., one of about 20 countries sitting out U.N. talks aimed at a treaty banning nuclear weapons, Britain, France, Russia, and China, among the others. The U.S. sending about 200 more troops to help boost the Iraqi-led fight to retake the city of Mosul from ISIS, in addition to several hundred U.S. troops already aiding the advise and assist mission. Stocks finished mixed. The Dow drops 45 points. On the Fox Reports, fair and balanced. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a smooth, clean shave. But you're tired of paying 32 bucks for new blades. Stop messing around with those generic razors and start shaving with Harry's for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular shave set, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free when you cover shipping, a total value of $20. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code 0707 at checkout to redeem your shave set. That's harrys.com, code 0707 to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, then you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. From the Kansas office of Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, this is Elizabeth Hartwig with your stocks of local interest for March 27th. Dominion, 77.92, down 34 cents. Ford, 11.46, down 16 cents. First Energy, 31.39, up 5 cents. General Electric, 
2944 down 28 cents. General Motors, 3471 up 15 cents. Huntington National Bank, 1302 down 9 cents. IBM, 173.77 down 6 cents. Microsoft, 65.10 up 12 cents. Progressive Corp, 39.48 down 5 cents. Parker Hannafin, 155.65 down a dollar 4. PNC, 118.20 down a dollar 20. And United Community Financial Corp, closing at 821 down 1 cent. I'm Elizabeth Hartwig with Stiefel. Investment services since 1890, member SIPC and New York Stock Exchange. For News Radio 570 WKBN. Hi, this is Jim Rosenhouse with your Indians update from Tribe Spring Training in Goodyear, Arizona. Well, final cuts are being made to sharpen the roster to 25 for the beginning of the season. Still an open bullpen spot heading into this final week, and Sean Armstrong is one of the contenders. He says he's enjoyed competing this spring to try and earn a spot. The competition is heavy for those last couple spots in the bullpen. But, I mean, if that's not what you want, then you're in the wrong game. So, I mean, I, I just take it as that, you know, and there's no, you know, bad vibes or anything going on between anybody. You know, we're all helping each other out. We're all having fun with it, and we understand the process. And I guess I think that's what it takes, and that's what it takes to be successful as a team as well. Indians back in action tonight. They'll take on the Cubs at 9-10 first pitch from Goodyear Ballpark. You can hear it on the Indians radio network. With your Indians update, this is Jim Rosenhouse. Our next update at 5.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard. Your authorized Bryant dealer. Stay warm this winter. Call Mazza. Mostly cloudy skies overnight with showers developing, even the chance of thunder, lows falling into the upper 40s. Showers early for your Tuesday, then skies staying mostly cloudy, highs near 60. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Current temp, 64. And we are live from Stadium GM, News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb. Just a good dealership. You know, the, it's a perfect day to uh, walk the lot. A lot of times during the newscast, I go outside and uh, stroll a lot. And every time I do that, I keep looking over the sea of cars and trucks that we have here. And uh, I'm not kidding you when I say we probably got uh, as many as Detroit has here. Anything that General Motors makes, we carry right here at Stadium, including Cadillac. The great thing about that is whether you're leasing or buying, we got the color, we got the options, we got what you want sitting right here on our lot so we can make you happy today. And incidentally, with some great leasing prices, uh, I mean, a lot of leasing people come on down here and take advantage of what we have to offer here. There's a lease that's affordable for you and your family and everyone in your family. Keep that in mind. And used car and truck-wise, we've got a selection of trucks up there. They are, I mean, they are just terrific used truck-wise. So come on down and take a look at those. Or if you can't come on down, go to our website, stadiumgm.com, stadiumgm.com, and uh, take a look. A lot of pictures and that kind of stuff. But when I sit here, I mean, i got to tell you, I enjoy, and uh, like all of our sales guys, our finance guys, 
And the service guys, you know, we got a good dealership down here. It's the spirit of this dealership. They talk about the attitude, and uh, it's just different. It's just a lot different, and I think you'll like it. So uh, visit our website, stamgm.com, or come on down and visit us. A lot of people on a lot today looking at cars. News Radio 570, and let's get back to the action, 729-9977. All right, Steve, onwards. Ray, Ron Verb, News Radio 570, and hello. Hey, Ron. You know, I call a lot. I talk about the, you know, the health plan a lot. What disturbs me, I think, the most is we have so many folks who we still play the politics. We got so many folks, you know, some of your callers, um, who are, you know, either on Medicare or they have a company paid plan or whatever. They think, it, you know, the Obamacare thing is, is great, whatever. They're absolutely not affected by it. Now, I understand that the Obamacare plan probably helped you know some degree of a few millions but mm-hmm. it's killing tens of millions maybe even hundreds of millions and the reason it's doing that is can you name me another law that have ever passed in 200 years that reduced the what we would consider a uh, full work week of 40 hours however long that's been one single law changed that but back to 30. To 30 or, and, right, as far as the government is concerned, and in the 20s, as far as the corporations or a lot of these companies are concerned. No, but uh, Ray, not- Ray, Ray, what, do you remember when that took place? And i got to tell you, the people that were critics of it said the following. Said if you change it from for benefits uh, from 40 to 30, the full-time as you define it, employers, instead of working you 38 hours, are just going to work you 28 hours. And that's exactly what happened in many cases. So they're saying, uh, so they they adjusted to it, but it ultimately ended up screwing the worker, getting less hours. Absolutely. And this is the part where the partisanship just drives me absolutely crazy. When I hear, you know, look, I, I don't mean any disrespect to the folks that are on, you know, Social Security or or Medicare. You're, but understand, you're not affected by this thing. I'm not saying it's a horrible, horrible, horrible plan. What I am saying is it has some major holes in it that need to be fixed, repaired. Get the the body shop and get some bondo on the damn thing. What was there your what was, what was your reaction? I mean, when nothing, when Republicans couldn't get it done because of bickering within their own party after saying for, what, seven or eight years they want to get rid of it, repeal and replace, and they couldn't accomplish it, not because of Democrats, because of their own party. I think they got caught with their drawers down because they didn't think a Republican, they did, you know, they, 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 they just passed uh, repeal things for Obama and they knew he wouldn't sign it. They believed that Hillary was probably going to be elected. They could repeal, and she wouldn't find it. Uh-oh, Republican gets elected. Now we have to actually do something. And they just started, you know, patchwork, Band-Aid here, there, and wherever. And they got caught with their pants down. I'm glad it didn't. What we actually need to do is, and I hope, would hope the president would, after a month or two, get some top Democrats, some top Democrats. I hate to say that, but... But they're the ones who have to uh, write the rules. Top Democrats, top Republicans, tell them, look, form a committee and bring something to me. Because the current plan will fail. I mean, you have some states that only have one provider. Well, what are you going to do when that provider decides to pack up and leave? Like the other five, six, you know, five or six that were... 
Right. They're the only. They're the lone survivor. But right. the point I was trying to say, Ron, again, is damn it. Forget the politics, people. We need to look at what's really real. If you're on, you know, Medicare or Medicaid, or you're one end or the other, and you're not affected by the thing, have some empathy for the people. And my look, nine hundred and thirty, forty dollars a month, and then that doesn't count the hundred and sixty dollars a month that I pay for um, uh, workers' compensation. So here we are, eleven hundred dollars a month. Come on, Ron. Right, I'm, a, and I'm the, a blue-collar guy. $1,100 a month? What would your father say or my father say they hand on that kind of a health care bill? And, and not only that, it doesn't pay for anything till you pay how much money for your for your plan? 3000 All right, so you're paying. So if, if you go to the doctor or if you get anything done, you got to pay on top of that. Now, you haven't paid an electric bill. You haven't paid a gas bill. You haven't paid your car insurance. You haven't paid your truck insurance. You haven't paid your taxes. You haven't paid your property taxes or your income tax. You haven't done any of that stuff, and, you, and you're 1100 in the hole already. So your question is, how do you survive? Is that not the question? Because that should be. That, it, it is. That's exactly. How do you want me to handle this? Ron, let me give you a real quick explanation. For the last 20 years, the Earth is 24,000 miles around. If the Earth was the, if the equator was a superhighway, an interstate, I used to take 24,000 miles. I used to take uh, two complete revolutions per year. That paid for my truck and my taxes. The third one paid for my living expenses, like you were talking about mortgage, and of 20 years ago, the fifth, fourth time around, I made was my profit. Now, over the, the erosion over that is I do three and a half trips around. That's 96,000 miles, 92,000 miles, 94,000 miles a year. Uh, three and a half times I go around, and I make nothing. Okay? Mm-hmm. As far as... Okay, now I have to go four complete times around to pay the $900 a month in income to our uh, uh, Obamacare health insurance. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do a fifth time around the, the complete earth to show a profit and make some money. I'll do this. I'll go, I used to go four to five times around a year. Now I'm going to do one and a half. And I'll live with the damn uh, subsidy, and and however the, the rest of it works out. What I'm, if you get my point, it's yes, I, this, this I totally kill, get it. Obamacare is killing the working guy. He's and you know what? Know. You know what, Ray? I totally get it. And and you know what I do? I sit here and I say to myself, Does Tim Ryan get it? Do you think Tim Ryan uh, understands exactly what you just said? As a Democrat's piss away on this kind of stuff, do you think he gets it? Well, at 170000 a year with good benefits, do you think he understands what you said? I fully and completely get it. I totally get it. I totally understand it. And uh, God bless you, man. I don't want to be a quitter. I've tried, I mean, I tried for five years to figure out a simple way no, the, no, they're I putting make the thing work for me. They're putting you out of business it, is what they are. And, they, the, I mean, and the only thing it is is just work more, a little more work, a little more work. But well, you're older. A little more work over five years, which is now a lot more work. One t- more twenty-four thousand mile trip around the Earth just to pay for that. I'm not doing it. 
Amen. Thank you, Ray. Well Thank stated. You. I hope it, it, there is. That's what's wrong right there. And he just defined it to, to every politician that's out there. But do you think, you know, since they have all their benefits and all this stuff, do you think they get that? And how many rays are there out there that are independent truck drivers or self-employed business people that email me all the time and call me all the time and tell me about 900 or $1,200 a month that they have to pay per month in health care with huge deductibles? Well, how are they supposed to stay afloat? Well, these guys are just pissing time away and not listening to Trump trying to deal with some of this, you know, these issues. Next call, please. Well, I better pause. Uh, Maggie, let me go to her. News Radio 570 WQBN. Hello. Hi, dear. I had to call and ask you, just curious, if in the last couple of days you've gotten a call from President Obama. No, I, uh, the only people calling me are the Russians. Well, I got a call yesterday and today. And yesterday, he's asking for donations to, you know, fight to keep the Affordable Health Care Act going. So I pushed the number one button, and some gentleman from a call center, you know, asked me how much I wanted to donate, 100 200 So I asked him who was asking for the donations, and he told me it was the Progressive Pack. And when I asked the young man who the Progressive Pack was headed by, he told me he wasn't free to give me that information. <laughs> so you want my money, but you won't tell me who's asking for it? And another thing. Right now, the Democrats are very giddy about what happened with the Republicans and the health care. I'm going to tell you what, Ron. The Affordable Health Care Act is already imploding. It will continue to implode. Four million people that lost health care in Wisconsin when a company pulled out. Rates going up 37 percent. Deductibles going up five times. Health and Human Services, not putting the subsidy monies aside that they're supposed to. Then you get to hospitals. They're real nervous now because if you have to go to the hospital and they start running tests on you, make sure they've admitted you as an inpatient, honey, because most, a lot of times, they're putting you under observation. And that means your bill, your share is going to be a lot higher, but it protects them from losing money if they have to bring you back to the hospital within a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. And I want to remind the Democrats, as this health care bill, as it stands, implodes, you better remember, when it does, it's all on you. Do you think it would be difficult for Trump to get the other stuff done based on the climate or not? I I don't think it should impede him at all. Uh, You know, so that happened. So that happened. Oh, so they don't want to sit down at the table and do what's, as usual, do what's best for the people. Come on, right? It's all about egos. It's all about getting their way. Schumer, Pelosi. Well, when it implodes, honey, let's see what they have to say. Right. I'm with you. Thank you, Maggie. Bye, dear. Just uh, excellent calls on a Monday afternoon. Just uh, every call that I've had today has been absolutely outstanding. And I mean that. 522 uh, News Radio 570 WKBN. I find it refreshing today. I find myself interested in listening to everybody who's calling, too. I'll be back right after this. From the Fairway 4 Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs, everything moving well. Report traffic problems at 330-305-1159 on Libby Roads with Fairway 4 Traffic Fairway. That's the way they do business. 
Storm Team 27 forecast. Weather-wise for tonight, rain around midnight, so overnight low down to 51. Tomorrow, showers early, high of 58. Wednesday's high of 58. Thursday's high of 58. Going to be a nice week. Friday, 59. News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Ferb. We're live from Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. Glad to be down here. You'll love the dealership. You'll love what we have going on for you here at Stadium. Nobody, nobody treats you better than this dealership, I can tell you that. Hey, by the way, if you're on your way home and uh, thinking about uh, dinner or what to eat or something, I always like to give you a suggestion, and that would be Gigi down at the Italian Village, which is right there across from um, Old Navy on 224 in the same plaza that has uh, Sprints and Once Upon a Child. And when I say to each and every one of you, Gigi is there with his tender, loving hands, and I do mean that, making everything fresh and everything from scratch and trying to make it just perfect for you. He takes a lot of pride in what he does, and I want you to know that. And... Uh, Gigi's a good man. Of course, uh, Friday, they have the fish fry, North Atlantic, 8-ounce cod filet, fresh uh, panko breaded, uh, accompanied with Gigi's own house-prepared mac and cheese or fries. Salad and tartar sauce, it's just $9.99. It's absolutely delicious. Homemade pizzas, pasta, sandwiches, salad, wings, and more. They're open seven days a week. It's the Italian Village. Dine-in, take-out, or local delivery. It's like a Chipotle-like atmosphere in there, so go on in and enjoy uh, the food that he has to offer. It's The focus is really on fresh and homemade, and that's what Gigi prides himself on. It's the Italian village delivering a big slice of Italy to your neighborhood. And, of course, I encourage you to try any of the salads they got. They're terrific. The Greek salad, the uh, steak salad, chicken salad. I got a bunch of them. Calzone, stromboli, plenty of pasta entree, spaghetti, baked rigatoni, lasagna, eggplant parm, chicken parm, all served with side salad, garlic knots, and uh, just a, a soups, subs, hoagies, gyros. It's all there for you, Italian Village in Boardman. You'll like it, and you can order stuff to go, you know, pizza for the kids and uh, chicken parm for you or whatever the case might be. All you do is pick up the phone, give them a call, 758-0000. All right, onward we go. News Radio 570 WKBN. Next call, please, 527 here. Tom, News Radio 570 WKBN, hello there. You know, I was so proud of you Friday. It pains me to write way to go Ron. i mean it it really does why does it hurt so much it should be well, something just, do you just, feel do you feel I like just, you need to take a shower after you say that i just keep agreeing with you and i find myself looking in the mirror going what am i doing what's wrong with me yes <laughs> but i just listen to come on the radio and say that this plan is a train wreck while we have the Hindenburg in place. When, I mean, I know there's political issues that we're going to fight. You know, both sides are going to fight about, blah, blah, blah. This one here, you're telling me that you don't care that much, that you're just going to fight each other over this, and the heck with us because your plan is great. And you're completely have you're completely out of touch with what's going on. This Obamacare is going to completely destroy the economy before it's done. There's no way around it. It can't survive. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter. Right, and 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 the Republicans did it to themselves. Oh, no, you had seven years to make fun of the one we had, and you came up with this one. <laughs> I mean, I just, it just pains me to watch this. 
we are pawns in a political Hatfields and the McCoy. That's what we are. <laughs> but we're going to pay the price ultimately. Oh, we're going to pay the big price. I, I, you know, the one, the one that they were fighting for, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. But at least it had some tweakability. I don't know what you can do with the one Obamacare. What are we going to do with that? Now I want to go back to this. When you look in your, the mirror, and it pains you to agree with me, at the same time when you're looking in that mirror, do you ever feel shortchanged? Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Really? Is that one of those mirrors that make you look fat like at the at the freak show? No, it just doesn't matter what mirror it is. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't make you look bigger than you actually are? <laughs> we'll be right back. Jackson, Ohio. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 5:30. Here's what's happening in the Valley: an additional 20 years in prison for Luis Cruz Ramos for leading Valley police on a two-hour chase and manhunt. This time, from the state, on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals, Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction in Puerto Rico. Youngstown police arrested a woman over the weekend with a mouthful of crack cocaine. Sandra Duckworth was in the backseat of a car pulled over in a traffic stop. She would answer questions only with a nod and a mumble, which police say tipped them off. If you don't mind your heart being broken in two, you might enjoy a show coming to the Packard Music Hall this summer. Half of the sister duo Heart from the 80s is performing there. Ann Wilson will be in concert June 17th and tickets go on sale Friday. Storm Team 27 forecast cloudy with some isolated showers. High today in the mid-60s. From the insurance experts, R. Kashmiri and Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on News Radio 570 WKBM. This is Elizabeth Hartwig from the Canfield office of Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, bringing you the closing stock market report for March 27th. U.S. stocks closed mostly lower on Monday as investors reassess the prospects of key White House proposals, including tax reform, coming to fruition. The major indices have taken a breather this month from their rip-roaring post-election rally. The S&P 500 and Dow were both down around 1% this month while the Nasdaq held flat. U.S. Treasuries, which had fallen sharply immediately after the election, have also recovered ground this month after the Federal Reserve maintained its interest rate outlook largely unchanged at its March meeting. For the day, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 45 points, closing at 20,550. The Nasdaq gained 11 points, finishing the day at 5,840. I'm Elizabeth Hartwig with Stiefel. Investment services since 1890, member SIPC and New York Stock Exchange. For News Radio 570, WKBN. Our next update at 6. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's, stay warm this winter. Call Mazza Heating in Gerard, your authorized Bryant dealer. Current temp? 64. For news anytime, go to 570wkbn.com. Brought to you by Donnell Ford Boardman. Discover the Donnell difference. Hey, 
Hey, it's Ron Verb on News Radio 570 WKBN, live from Stadium GM on a gorgeous day here in Salem, Ohio. And uh, nice to be here right in a showroom window and uh, partly cloudy skies. Onward we go here. 537, News Radio 570 WKBN. John Arnold at 6 tonight. And the next call, Steve, News Radio 570 WKBN. Judy, hello there. Hi, Ron. I'm a first time caller. I'd ring the cowbell, but I'm on location, Judy. <laughs> okay. I'm calling from Western Pennsylvania. Um, you had a man call a few t- uh, callers ago and saying that it, that it didn't affect the Medicare people, uh, Obamacare. Well, what I have to tell you is, a few years ago, my husband and I had our taxes filed by an IRS agent. And I was questioning him. I said, where are they getting the money, all this money for the uh, uh, Obamacare? I mean, all this money, like if you have a $200 policy, they're paying five or $600 a month for the to go towards your health care, like every month. And he looked at me, and he pointed at my husband. And I says, what are you pointing at him for? He said, he's on Medicare, isn't he? I said, yeah. He said, they're taking the money out of Medicare. And I says, those are the least people able to work 80 hours a week, people that are on Medicare. And he says, yeah, but that's where they're getting it. And that was told to me from an IRS agent. Now, what do you think of that? Don't know. I I mean, uh, you you pay for Medicare, you pay roughly one and a half percent, and your employer matches that. And it's a, you know, it's a good program. It, it, when people, when I complain and bitch about paying taxes, the one thing I'll say, some things that you pay for are worth it. Medicare oh, is yeah. one of those things. I'm glad things. my husband has Medicare. He's right. self-employed. I'm glad yeah. he has it. There, And I'll be on it in October. The point I'm mad about, why are they sucking the Obamacare money out of out of Medicare when, when there's, it's going bankrupt as it is? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yep, I see. All right, dear, thank you. I well, agree I with that. I something else I wanted to tell you about it. What was that? There's an independent panel or review board. They're non-medical people, and if they don't feel that you're, if they don't feel that you need to have medical care, okay, they can refuse you. This is another part of the Obamacare, and the most important age groups to them is 15 to 40 years old. I have a book on it, but I don't have the book with me. My doctor has it right now. He's reading it. There's a lot well, uh, of things that's very frightening in this Obamacare. Well, let me ask you a question, though. In all reality, you know, it's high time that we realize health care, the money in health care is a limited resource. Can I ask you this question? Sure. Uh, do we spend $200,000 so that instead of dying today, you die a week from today? Do you think that's money well no, spent? No, 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 that's not what I'm no, talking about. No, 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 I'm, I understand that. I'm just asking <laughs> you the question. I got what you said. Yeah. But, but you see, I'm saying that we're going to have to make some choices on a limited asset we uh, you know some people think that there's no end in sight that uh, that we we can just spend crazy the majority of your health care dollars will be spent on you uh, close to dying so the question is do we spend two hundred thousand dollars so that you will die a week later or a month later because the answer to that's going to have to be no but you're going to have to get over these people saying hey it's death squads and this kind of stuff really what it is is mercy we're not extending your life we're extending death I mean, so so there's the question you have to get to, but we well, can see, never I get there. I agree with you on that, Ron, but I don't feel it's right to abort a baby either. I think you're taking a life for no reason. You know what? That's fine. That's a whole different subject. I, we're not I think t- it's right, terrible right, that but, we're paying for that in this Obamacare but, 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 or any of our, you know, paying for listen, abortion. Listen, I... I'm not talking about abortion, but I'm talking about if we didn't do what we were going to do, you would die anyway. So we're not taking your life. Nature, we're letting nature take its course. All right, I appreciate it. Okay, Thank you bye. for your call. You know, the, people don't people don't get that. There was a book by uh, used to be the governor of Colorado, Richard Lamb wrote it. This was many many years ago that I interviewed him. 
And that, and he was saying that's going to be the key question in healthcare. And it was Sarah Palin, those people that said, oh, it's death squads, death squads, death squads. But the point they were trying to make is you're not prolonging life, you're, pro, you know, prolonging death. You can't act as though that there isn't a, the resource isn't limited on how much money you have to spend. And that's where we've come to today. We've come to, hey, you know, we're going to do all of this kind of stuff so that you die a week from today or two weeks from today. When the outcome is pretty much, you know, the die is cast. Now, we're only letting nature take its course. That's not a death penalty. That's realizing that, you know, we got an asset. We can't just say there's no end in sight. The answer to the, the, the whole health care issue, you know, when John called, he's right. We have got to figure out why the hospitals cost so much. You know, Trump is the first president, uh, folks, I've ever seen that asks the question, why on Medicare Part D can't the government bid the drugs out? And the answer is because of a lobbyist that, that, that campaigned and got their way, so we're paying more than we should have to pay in Medicare Part D. Nobody pays as much as Medicare does for prescription drugs, and it's because of a lobbyist. Well, he's the first guy, quite frankly, that has the intestinal fortitude to take on the pharmaceutical lobby and say this is crazy. And they will launch at him in full guns to try to prevent him from changing that. But he's saying this is why programs get in trouble. Just as he's saying, well, what do you mean to Lockheed Martin that it costs this much? We'll go get a bit from Boeing, and all of a sudden the price comes down $600 million. Or the guy that says, you know, how much do you want for Air Force One? And the price comes down tremendously from Boeing. Has any president ever done that? on Medicare Part D, on the government contracts? Has any president ever done something like that before? Actually looked at the contracts and said, basically, we are getting ripped off. Has any president said, I'm going to slash foreign aid to build up the American military instead of their military? And you have Mitch McConnell bitching about, that's why the State Department's cut 25%, because the cuts are in foreign aid. Just about every one of you knows, and we've talked about it for years, how do you, if you're $20 trillion in debt, how do you give any other country billions of dollars, which usually go to corrupt dictators having French villas? So how do you fix that? So he's trying to cut it to say we need to build up our military because of ISIS, because of this nut job in North Korea, because of China, because there are some serious threats out there. And at the time that we're going to do that, let's not run the deficit up too much. Let's make some cuts in these areas, which make total sense to make the cuts, build up our military. And then he's saying let's get the debt and deficit under control by making cuts that everybody's bitching about. Hey, if you can't cut that, it affect this person. You can't cut that. Well, what are you supposed to cut then? When did the role of government become to t- take care of everybody from cradle to grave or become a bunch of damn socialists? The role of government has everything to do with the military and protecting your freedom. You know, all of this other stuff is ridiculous. $300 million for the Great Lakes? Every year, year after year, $300 million? When did that become the role of the federal government to just keep piling money into it? No wonder we're $20 trillion in debt and going broke. Nobody listens to David Stockman or Peter Schiff that are saying those numbers aren't just on a paper. Interest rates are going up. And as interest rates go up, you will pay more of your tax dollars coming in to service the debt. So what Trump is saying is if we lower the corporate tax to 15%, all that money that's out of the country will come back in because they're not coming back. And we at least get 15%. But if we can get those jobs that are here so more people are working and then more people are paying in, everything gets better. 
If you can improve the economy off the dismal stand it is, everything gets better. More money's being paid into Social Security. More money's being paid into Medicare. More money's being paid into taxes. And if at the same time you can do that, you can actually make cuts to programs that are ridiculous, whether it's Planned Parenthood or any of this other stuff that I read about that everybody's bitching about, and I keep reading about it saying, why are we doing that on a federal level? When did that become the role of the federal government? So if we can do that and do what he says, it just might work. Because Stockman and Schiff, like that caller said about an hour ago, are saying if you don't do that, the problem won't go away. It's just going to melt down. The economy's going to melt down because it has to, because it reaches a breaking point. The best social program is a good job, so you better have enough jobs for people to be able to be employed. Now, do you think the Republicans and Democrats that are controlled by lobbyists are going to be able to do, uh, you know, they can't agree on cutting foreign aid and a lot of this other stuff. you got the Democrats who want to take care of everybody, but then you got people like Ray that work that say, but I'm the guy paying. I'm the guy that's going to work less because you've made it so damn impossible for me to survive. Those calls that have called me, self-employed people paying $1,200 a month, how do they afford that just for health care with $3,000 deductibles, and they haven't paid a single bill or themselves after that? How long can that go on? And you say to yourself, well, my company provides it. Well, how long can your company afford to provide it? Is there anything wrong with saying that you pay to go to the doctor that shouldn't be the insurance company? You pay for your prescriptions, and I guarantee you, if you pay, you'll care more what they cost, and I think the price will come down. And maybe we use insurance for when you go to the hospital and have major problems. And is it, any, is it wrong to say you should pay more if you smoke or you're overweight or these, these type of things, just as if you get a bunch of tickets as a bad driver? I mean, how many of these people get bypassed operations and they go right back to eating crappy food and smoking? And they would have been dead otherwise. You know, so this guy who's so evil, he's just trying to fix some of these problems which require hard choices. And, you know, when you look at health care not being successful, the Democrats know it's going to implode. So what are you going to do? So now he says he made the most truthful statement, which is wait for it to implode, and then maybe everybody will sit around and try to figure out what to do then. But he's trying to prevent that from happening, and you can blame the Republicans for that, not the Democrats, because they couldn't agree on something. And I don't necessarily think that it's, you know, the, the one congressman who said a lot of people, it isn't that they can't uh, afford health care. It's just that they choose not to spend their money on it. They would rather have a tattoo or a cell phone or a satellite dish or anything else but spend their money on health care because they, don't, they choose not to. Because it's like car insurance. You pay money and you don't get anything for it. Just like these people who choose not to have homeowner's insurance. And then when their house burns down, they're on TV crying, what am I going to do now? Well, you made the decision not to have homeowner's insurance. I never knew till I read that Ronald Reagan was the one that changed the law. Reagan changed the law. Hospitals were getting to the point, this was in 86, where they didn't want to take care of people who showed up who couldn't pay. The hospitals were doing that. Reagan changed a law that said if you're a hospital and you take Medicare... You're going to have to, which the majority of hospitals do, you're going to have to take people who show up. We're not going to let them die in the hospital steps. That was in 86 that that changed. But the hospitals were at the point where they said, if you can't pay, we don't know what we want to do with you. Now they got to administer emergency care, and that's it. 
But now you have people saying, well, why should I buy insurance? I'll just show up and they got to take care of me anyway because that's the character of so many of our people. I don't want to be responsible if I drop out of high school. The government should take care of me. I don't want to be responsible if I have five babies by five different men. The government should take care of that. I'm not responsible for any of the stupid-ass decisions I make. Somebody else should pay. Well, that's how we got to where we are, and that's why we have the problems that we do. Ron Verbit, Stadium GM, News Radio 570, WKVN, 729 I'll be right back. From the Fairway 4 Traffic Center, no accidents or broken downs for you out there right now. Everything moving well. Report traffic problems at 330-305-1159 on Libby Roads with Fairway 4 Traffic Fairway. That's the way they do business. This report is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box inside Cheap Tobacco State Street in Girard tonight. Rain around midnight, low tonight down to 51. Tomorrow, showers early, then a clear out. High 58, Wednesday's high 58, Thursday high 58, Friday 59. So it should be uh, very comfortable for the next uh, several days. On News Radio 570, WQN. Just going through some email for you. And um, this guy says Obamacare, the bill as written, made Congress and staff. The bill as written made Congress and staff have to use it. They would not have passed it if a group of Congress people insisted it be wrote that way. After it passed, Obama gave exemptions because staff workers complained so much. So much. Asked Tim Ryan about this. He is aware of it, I'm sure. Okay, wealthy and health care. Callers like thinking freer government health care is good. Rich don't go to doctors of average Joe. Fact, neither does Congress. Right now, average Joe has some control. With single payer, we'll all suffer. The working class, think of the coverage unions had, better than the average Joe. Now they're penalized as a result of that. All right, so let's take a next call. News Radio 570 WKBN, next call, please. Al, go ahead, please. Hey, Ron, I'd like you to tweet President Trump to invoke the nullification rule against this de facto bill from eight years ago. And you asked eight years ago or seven years ago, why is it unconstitutional? I'll tell you why. It violates Marbury versus Madison and is totally repugnant under the Constitution. That's why it's an obligation for states to opt out. Thanks for your call. News Radio 570 WKBN. Lynn, you're on the air. Or line one. You know, as I told you before, you know, uh, well, first of all, I'm really excited about the Freedom Caucus that they um, hung in there. We got the greatest here with Jim Jordan here in Ohio. Anyway, uh, you know, all that had to really be done with this whole mess was just get rid of the mandate. That's it. Both mm-hmm. mandates. If you remove that, the free market kicks in and it's solved. The problem's solved. And you, anything you want to fix, fix along the way. Why? Uh, so you you supported the Republicans that didn't go along with? Uh... Oh, you better believe it. We did not. We did not vote, uh, Ron, to replace this. We re- we voted to repeal it. We want Obamacare out of there because I want you to think about something. They leave this the way Trump has it, or Ryan has it, rather. This is Ryan's bill. Uh, then if the Democrats get back in, they'll just add stuff right back in again. Mm-hmm. You'll have socialism all over again. You need to get rid of the whole thing. Total. That's what we voted for. I don't know where this replace started coming in. Everyone feeling sorry for all these people with their handouts. Ridiculous. And, you know, there's 20 million people, again, that you keep hearing aren't going to be covered. They're on Medicaid. And, you know, some of them, friends of mine, don't want to be on this. They have no choice. They were moved there because they can't pay their insurance. Why in the world are we paying for people who can work? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
All you got to do is get rid of this mandate. Total. That's it. And then the insurance companies and, oh, of course, uh, the state line thing. That Just like car insurance. You can go get your insurance wherever you want it. You don't think that one's cheap in Ohio enough for you or the price you want to pay or what conditions it has? Go to Utah. Go to Montana. And you'll see those prices come down so fast because it's competition. That's what the free market's about. That's what the Freedom Caucus is about. So and I what can't you... believe these people want socialism. I don't What's the matter with them? So what do you think about the people who say it's a big setback to Trump? Well, I don't know why Trump got involved in this. Of all people, he had to understand the free market. I don't know whether this was, you know, I, they kept it so secret for so long. We're trying to all figure out what they're doing here. And, you know, they had bills ready in the Republican that would have worked. They sent over there, and Obama vetoed them. Why didn't they send one of those? All of a sudden, Ryan come up with this nonsense, you know, real secret, didn't get with anybody else about it. And to be honest with you, Freedom Caucus really saved the whole mess from us going over the cliff. Because, uh, like I said, you know, we want Obama uh, out of the picture with his Obamacare completely. And, right. again, let the free market take over. That's what capitalism is all about. That's what conservatism is all about. Thanks for your call. News Radio 570 WKBN, Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. Ron Verb, good folks down here. Stay tuned. John Arnold has a financial show coming up after 6. We'll talk to him on News Radio 570 WKBN. Good looking Monday nights. We'll be back tomorrow afternoon at 3 as well. John Arnold coming up with us. It's 6 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN. Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon. I'm Macy Jepson. An additional 20 years in prison handed down this morning to a man from Puerto Rico who led police in the Valley on a two-hour chase and a manhunt. Luis Cruz Ramos was sentenced this morning in Mahoning County Common Police Court. His time from the state of Ohio on top of the 21 years he got for shooting at U.S. Marshals during the chase last spring. Cruz Ramos also faces probation violation charges from a rape conviction back in his native Puerto Rico. When police tried to pull him over, he led police through Youngstown, Camel, and Boardman and eventually hid from police overnight. Tom Moore reporting in the newsroom. The number of emergency calls linked to the drug epidemic this year is surging in Trumbull County. Last year, the 911 dispatch center recorded 126 drug overdose calls in the county. So far this year, the director of the center says there have been 293 calls. And a Trumbull County mother gets probation and a fine after taking more than 30 pills in front of her young children. Crystal Shock pleaded no contest to drug and child endangering charges in court today. A month after the incident, inside a hotel room, her son committed suicide. Some students in Masary are learning a lesson about what it means to help others in need, including one of their classmates. Students at Brookfield Elementary took up a collection of anything they could find at home that would help a family who lost nearly everything in a house fire last week. The Pinwell family and their four children were not injured, but they lost four of their pets in the fire. Warren City Council is considering legislation to prevent people from dumping debris curbside for free pickup. Under the proposal, Warren residents with city garbage 
garbage accounts would have to rent a roll-off container. Drivers in the Valley are enjoying lower pump prices. GasBuddy.com reports the average price of self-serve regular in Ohio is down six cents to two dollars twelve cents a gallon, and in Pennsylvania by one cent to two forty-seven. You can find gas under two dollars a gallon at two gas stations on McGuffey Road in Youngstown. From the insurance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. Attorney General Jeff Sessions strongly urging sanctuary cities and states to consider carefully the harm they are doing to their citizens by refusing to enforce our immigration laws. Sessions saying the Justice Department will now require compliance with federal immigration laws before awarding grants for Office of Justice programs. President Obama had a similar policy in place. President Trump promised to pull all federal funding for sanctuary cities like New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Some California lawmakers had a strong reaction to Sessions' statement. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal live from L.A. California Senate President called the Attorney General's threat to withhold funding blackmail and unconstitutional. California Assemblyman Rob Bonta explains they need a good reason to withhold funding legally. They can't pull federal funding for health care, for example, for a sanctuary city or state policy. There's just no nexus there. They're talking about safety, so there needs to be a public safety nexus that they can articulate and put before the court. Some sanctuary jurisdictions said they actually do feel they comply already. The sheriff of Travis County, Texas, says they're in full compliance because their policy doesn't restrict communicating with ICE about a person's immigration status. San Francisco's mayor said they also comply if ICE wants them to help detain a criminal, all they need is a warrant, Jane. Thanks, Jessica. Mississippi's governor signing a law banning sanctuary cities in his state, looking for other ways to help the federal government enforce immigration laws. The president's son-in-law advisor, Jared Kushner, volunteering to be interviewed by the Senate Intelligence Committee as part of its investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. U.S. markets ending mixed and recovering from this morning's steep sell-off. Investors rattled by Republicans' inability to repeal Obamacare as promised. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a smooth, clean shave. But you're tired of paying 32 bucks for new blades. Stop messing around with those generic razors and start shaving with Harry's for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular shave set, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free when you cover shipping, a total value of $20. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code 0707 at checkout to redeem your shave set. That's harrys.com, code 0707. Car crashes are one of the leading killers of U.S. children. Many of those deaths could be prevented by making sure that kids are in the right seat for their age and size. Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Next update at 6.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. Stone. Hi, Tribe fans. Who's ready for the home opener? It's Tuesday, April 11th on 570 WKBN. Ask your management team for permission to wear Tribe colors for opening day. 
and pay a small fee for the privilege. Then send that small fee to the rescue mission. We have a form. Go to 570WKBN.com or the rescue mission. Help the rescue mission and show your tribe colors. News Radio 570 WKBN, the radio home of the tribe in Youngstown. For lunch and special events, don't forget Overture, downtown with chef extraordinaire Jeff Crystal. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard, your authorized Bryant dealer. Don't be left out in the cold. Call Mazza. Mostly cloudy skies overnight with showers developing, even the chance of thunder, lows falling into the upper 40s. Showers early for your Tuesday, then skies staying mostly cloudy, highs near 60. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Now, 64 degrees. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. It's Monday night, News Radio 570 WKVN. Here's John Arnold's uh, Truth and Investing Show. Monday night, News Radio 570 WKVN. Any activity market wise to talk about today, John? Man, just the opposite. I mean, we couldn't have more boring market than uh, we had today. My gun was as flat as a day is long. I, uh, not, you know, nothing to report on today, but a lot to report on what I think. The future holds. All right. So, despite the, despite these uh, hearings going on with the guy for the Supreme Court and with all these investigations, it really had no effect on the market. Then none, none. I mean, it was very flat. Right. Uh, it was just a, a very flat day. Those days are always great for me because they're peaceful, uh, but they're they call for very boring radio when we're talking about the day. All right, but the, but uh, your clients. And uh, where, and where you think uh, things are going is uh, what people find most interesting. So we're going to get to that. Then later in the broadcast, uh, stay tuned because I'm going to later on. I'm going to uh, I'm going to do the John Arnold biography. That's what I said I'm going to do. How John Arnold ultimately ended up doing what you do. Did you know that? See a little surprise for you, John. I'm going to get a little history for our listeners tonight. Too. I would, I would, love, I would love to do that. I, I think it's important for the audience to hear that. Right to, to to figure out how you ended up doing what you did and to, and kind of your your history. But first, before I get to that, that's going to be coming up on the broadcast. So stay tuned for that. Let's talk. So it was a whole hum day. But what's uh, you know you are a guy that looks at things and tries to be proactive when it comes to your investors. So what are your thoughts? Well. I, I, I want to say that I, I want to first by say that I think maybe I've been wrong uh, for the past four weeks. We've been for new investors. We've been uh, just holding tight, not you know, basically sitting in conservative positions if they brought in new money because uh, the market has been topped out like it's been since 2009. So if you look at a chart for the past uh, seven years or eight years, every time the market's got to this level, it's pulled back significantly. Well. It's it's broke out of that chart, and in addition to that, the 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 put to call ratio has actually lowered, meaning that there's less money uh, putting on insurance right now. Believe it or not, that just changed the other day, and, and so it's a downward trend. Meaning that, believe it or not, this market actually might have some legs to it, and, and actually may move forward. So we didn't miss we didn't miss maybe might miss a quarter or a half percent upswing, but 
there, there's, I think there's some money to be made here, believe it or not. And I, I, you got to give kudos to both, both President Barack Obama and both President Donald Trump because uh, you know, th- this economy has kind of created its own snowball here. And, and that's from the other guy, and that's and, and to the current. America's rocking and rolling, and the things that, are, and, and and from a positive standpoint, and again, I, I'm not naive. There's pockets of the country out there that are hurting, and there's definitely people hurting, but the majority of people are, are you know, are in a positive situation. I, I'm ready to get back on the bandwagon. I am slowly going to penetrate with new money uh, into the market again, and I'm going to take and leave where our clients have been making money alone. And maybe even get a little bit more conservative with some, you know, I think we have a position in consumer staples in some of our aggressive portfolios, which is uh, something like a safety valve I, I use in the event that things do go sour. We can pick up a dividend and there's a lot of mom and pop stocks in this, you know, to, 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 to take away that, that, that major downturn. But um, overall, I'm bullish. I'm very bullish. And it's one of those times where I, I'm proud to say that, I'm, I was, you know, I'm, I'm wrong, and let, let's get back to working, making some money here. All right, now what's what's changed? Just looking at the ratios that you were talking about. Yeah, those rate that ratio is a big one for me. I always tell people this, and they they so people say, well, how do you know when they get in and out of the market? The truth is, is no one does. Warren Buffett or Peter Schiff, or John Arnold, you name it. Uh, Carl Icahn, none of us do. Not, and I'm not, not in those guys' league. By, by any stretch of the imagination, I couldn't even wash your socks. But for Youngstown, Ohio, that's what I follow. So, uh, you know, we all we all are guessing at it every day. But we're making very educated guesses, as you always like to include. And they're informed. So this, could, this, this, this put-call ratio is the best answer I give to somebody to say, when do I think I can get back into the market? When do I think I should get out? Well, based on what I think you should, one of the things I really identify with is the CBO, the CBOE uh, put the call ratio, which which measures how many insurance policies are being bought on stocks with, without holding a class or the radio booklets, and then um, and then the opposite is calls, and to where there's a lot of uh, calls being bought. Um, and so if the put, the put ratio is high, that means that there's a lot of volatility and a lot of danger in the market. And that tells me the big money thinks something's coming, uh, and, and they're protecting their positions. Well, one of the things I do is to protect my clients and my, even my own money is I follow what the big money's doing. Cause I'm, I'm under the firm belief that big money knows what's happening in the market two and a half to three weeks before it happens. Uh, I, I think people like us, ordinary Joe are getting the news late and, and unfortunately, they're, they're, they're profiting on our backs. So what I do, I do, I do my very best to follow what the big money's doing. And, and one of the things I use is technical analysis, point and figure charting to do that. And then I also look at relative strength. And I also identify with, like I talked talk to you about just now, but the call ratio. But the call ratio, the trend, uh, just this past couple of days has turned down, which means less volatility in the market. Very, you know, it's a bullish sign. Uh, relative strength is up, momentum's up in the market. Market's charting in more of a bullish way now. Uh, I think there's run. I think there's run. I think there's some money to be made here, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dive in head first. I would probably do. I would go into some index, um, some index funds. Maybe pick some hardcore winners out there. Uh, things you can rely on. 
and keep a close eye on it. I would definitely not just let the ship sail and let the wind blow where it goes, but I definitely would uh, get back to the market if you own some money, and then, then that includes where I'm going to place my clients. So um, the, the, definitely the tide has turned turn since the past four times I've talked on the show, and I, and I think uh, uh, if you've been listening to me, it's probably time to take a chance. All right, index funds uh, uh, reflecting what the S and P five hundred, the Dow Jones average, those type index oh, no. funds. No, I mean that's a good starter, but no, you could pick up the mid cap and the small cap and the Russell mm-hmm. uh, and then even international indexes. Uh, you know what you want to do. You don't want to diversify. I mean, the Dow Jones is your, is your top thirty. Uh, your S P five hundred is your your, your top five hundred quality. Nasdaq is the O T C market, which includes, you know, a lot of you know, obviously small cap mid caps. You got the Russell in there, and if you could identify the mid cap four hundred, S P six hundred, or um small cap I should say six hundred. So uh I, I can go on and on and on and there's so many index uh variations you can buy. You can also purchase uh, low volatility indexes. So you can ident- you what you could do is purchase Stocks that are inside an index in a, in a cumulative, in a comprehensively, something called the low volatility index. So I might I might invest in what's called SSP, SPLV, which is the low volatility SP 500, which identifies and, and drags out just low volatility, but low volatility stocks, probably low beta, that don't have a uh, you know a rational move to them in the past and have probably have a nice dividend have one hell of a balance sheet and an income statement and a cash flow statement, and then uh, you, you, you spread your risk amongst those, and now you're, now you're trying to spread your risk amongst um, just low-volatility stocks, creating even more safeguards and diversification. Now, is it always right? No. But, you know, if you're going to invest, you've got to invest and know that there's some risk. If you can lessen your risk and pick up better than a CD return, and you're one of those people that... Uh, you know, once that that growth of the market, but you're not willing to put all your all your eggs to the high risk. Those are some index funds that maybe make a little bit of sense. But the to answer your question, when I say index funds, everybody rushes to think about well, just S and P 500, which is VOO or or, or QQQ, etc., where you're just getting the Dow Jones or the Nasdaq or the S P 500. No, there's so many more options out there uh, for you, and um, and that's that. But I will also tell you. There's some things out there that are that look like index funds, which are exact opposite, and they can really destroy your 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 portfolio. And those are um, hedged index funds, where they're they're actually shorting the markets. They're shorting the indexes, but it's not a one for one short. There's a there's a mathematical equation that goes with them that it will be, I'll be the first one to tell you. Um, I don't understand, and most people wouldn't. I mean, you could probably drag a professor out of YSU and say, figure this equation out, and they would have a hard time figuring that out. So a lot of people go in and try to buy these reverse ETFs, and when I say reverse, that means you make money when the, when the market goes down. Sometimes the market won't go down, and they'll actually lose money still, but that's because it didn't hit that exact equation. And now most brokerage firms, including uh, one, the one I use and, and some custodians I use, don't allow those. And, and as a chief compliance officer of my RIA, I won't allow myself or any other uh, advisors under me to use them because, one, they don't understand them. I know that because it's hard for me to understand the, the equation. I know for sure the clients don't understand them. 
And that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. But why I tie that story over the show is it's easy to get it's easy to get interested in something that, that says it's going to perform three times the amount of the index on a negative capacity, meaning that if the mark goes down 100, you're going to make three times that much. That is not the case. It's easy to get trapped into that uh, what, what seems like a bargain or seems like a, uh, a sexy bet on the, on the, on the markets. It, it's not. It will destroy your portfolio if you're wrong. So, uh, okay, G good suggestion. So, uh, so you, you like index funds, but not necessarily. We got to expand our view of what those index funds are right now as you're diving back in. And do you, uh, and uh, did I? I heard you mention the term dividend. You're still pro on those. I'm always going to be pro on those, and and that this is probably for another show altogether. But when I, uh, when I'm building a financial plan, I always tell clients if you're going to start with a with a financial plan. After you get your insurances and after you get your savings accounts built and, and, and maybe some moderate, moderate risk levels built, the first thing you want to do with creating a, a risk plan is, and this is, again, in my opinion, I think you should start with a dividend portfolio. Before you go into high growth or high, high beta or even, you know, obviously alpha-type models, you should have 10 high-quality dividend-paying equities or ETFs as your foundation, because just like a house, in the event that it's not built correctly in the foundation of the week, that first hurricane that comes by, or strong wind, or, or in tornado if you're in Ohio, your house is going to get crushed. In, our, in the stock market risk equation, the, the correlation there is you're going to have headwinds on the market. Guarantee that. If you have all your, all your eggs in high, high volatility stuff, high alpha stuff, high beta stuff, really just, to, you know, basically NASDAQ investing, so to speak, you're going to get crushed sometimes. You're going to have to wait it out, maybe a year to two years or three years, just to get back to, to square one. Now, it's just the same, it's the same as if you're investing or you're seeming building a house. If you build that foundation strong and those headwinds come and your top dividend and your, and your dividend paying, paying high quality investments are standing tall. Sure, they might be getting hit on the on the share price, but they're still paying you a nice dividend. You're still reinvesting, catching that in dollar cost averaging. Hopefully, on the way up. Even if you're not dollar cash cost averaging on the current on the way up, you will eventually dollar cost average in the event that those high quality stocks increase in value. And there lies your stock picking ability, so or ETF picking ability. So if you if you're willing to bet that. Uh, these high-quality dividend-paying stocks are going to perform for you like they have for the past 80 years, I think you're building one hell of a model. I think you're building a heck of a foundation. And then from there, you go up into maybe a, a, a something something in between high-risk and, and low volatility or, or you know, low-beta type of investing. So what you do is you go into, say, high-quality mid-cap. Or, uh, or or maybe some volatile large cap, um, you know, like an Amazon, okay, or a Facebook. I wouldn't consider Facebook or Amazon, as much as I love those particular companies, something that's high quality or something something that's uh, going to be there for you like a GE. But I think it's on its way. I think there's great potential. And then once you get that layer of those built, then maybe you want to talk about getting into maybe a company like CERS, which is a biotech or a biotech fund. Or you may want to get into a small cap or a plethora of small cap stocks because those small caps ultimately usually, small cap 
and make cap usually over a 10-year period give you your best return. That, that's been the model for the past 50, 60 years. If you look at a color chart on, on what's performing the best over every 10 years, it's usually small cap, big cap. But you will also, you will also note on the bad years, those particular sectors get crushed in the 60 to 70% mark. Meanwhile, the large caps can, you know, are steady, and they lose a bit, and they come back up. And that's where the term diversification comes in, and two, why I'm always always pounding on people. Let's start with dividend-paying stocks first. Let's stay disciplined. I know it's you know it's easy and to get talk you know talk at the at the Clay Club about on the golf course about the greatest latest fad stock you bought. I, I get that that's cool, but that will crush your portfolio unless you have a great foundation. So, dividend-paying stocks to answer your question wrong in a long way. My favorite investment of all time will always be. My favorite investment, uh, unless they reduce the dividend or cut the dividend altogether, or unless the overall company just can completely, you know, craps the bet, that's going to be something that's going to be a household for you. It's going to be something that's going to create a nice foundation. So I'm always going to say yes, dividend-paying stocks I'm always in favor of. And, uh, and, I, and I, would, I would be willing to bet or argue anybody and debate them on the phone or in, in face on show me a better return over a long period of time than a dividend-paying portfolio. And they're going to be hard-pressed to show me that. So I hope that answers your question. All right. So if I, if I got the government to wiretap you, using an old uh, <laughs> Obama thing, would, would, would I be able to, to, to come to the conclusion based on what you're saying? And, and you're always getting new clients and new money coming in the door. So is it safe to say in general, and I'm talking in general here, that, uh, that the, the new clients, uh, you're putting them in... Uh, uh, hang on a second. Index funds, uh, and then you're also the next layer you're putting him in is some dividend ston- uh, uh, stocks. Would that be an accurate statement? No, and I'll tell you the way. Well, wait a minute. Now, wait. A, you just said all of that stuff, and I'm listening. No, no, and I'm no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding what I'm doing. So part of that, part of that foundation, part of that, those indexes are carrying the dividend-paying stocks. So. Okay. You're, you're, what you're doing is separating the two. I'm actually talking about that all in one. All right, but it's still to, to me, it's two separate things. But to you, it's one. But that, exactly. but, but but that's where you're starting with your new money, your your new money coming in and your new investors, right? That's that's the foundation yeah, you're building. That's the move. I'm yeah. That's the move I'm going to make. Um, and and that's completely different than the move I talked about for the past three weeks because we've been really holding in the safe. Because my right. God, if if you look at a chart, you say, man, if I'm a betting man. This thing has to go down, but it's breaking through. It's breaking through, and there's, it looks like there's good times ahead. All right, but it's breaking through. But you're diversifying your risk substantially, is uh, exactly. And there, and there lies where I was getting the point. The community—that's the barrier of it. I guess I'm trying to get across. It, it, is, would, would there be no. another level after those two levels then that, that you would oh, go yeah. to? Uh, uh, take, yeah. take that away next. Just in general, I'm talking, folks. Yeah, in general, we would we would plug into some. We would plug in some dividend-paying equities in general instead of ETFs or, or broadly-ranged uh, index funds like you're you're referring to. Uh-huh. And also, you know, there's some great there's some great investments out there. There's uh, see the thing I get trapped into is I'm not allowed per, you know for clients reasons to give individual stocks because it's branded as right, me right. giving you know giving a pick, but I'm not doing that. No, but uh, you're giving me a, you're, you're giving me a game plan basically. In general, in yeah. general. The Facebooks of the world, the Amazons of the world, the, the, the Apples of the world, et cetera, et cetera. Now, and, taking a chance on one or two of, of those type of stocks. 
Exactly, exactly. But then, and we're able to do that because we built a quality foundation, a stronghold, um, and and that's that. But I got to tell you, just on a quick quick shift of the lever here, I am so happy to, to get back into the market with this new money because it is so boring and so pathetic to call your clients and say, "Let's wait this thing out while they're making a quarter percent." But does money part right? But the clients understand that. There, I, I will go back to say this: John Arnold's our guest uh, on News Radio Five Seventy WKB, and we're talking investing. Your clients don't want to say, just as an example, here's $10,000 or whatever. You put it in a market, and and then two weeks later, they have now $8,000. That's what you're trying to prevent, isn't it? Uh, more like uh, 9000 Yeah, I'm trying to prevent that initial choke of, oh, my God, I gave this guy X amount of dollars. Say I gave him $250,000, and then now it, it went down 10% just because he didn't, he didn't stay disciplined to his discipline. And now I'm at 2:30, and now we're starting a relationship in the hole. And here's the cool thing: I, I think I do a pretty good job of of interviewing the clients, who kind of person they are, and vice versa me. And 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 I show them stuff that say, "This is why I'm doing what I'm doing." But more importantly, is most of the people come in and say, "Hey, I picked you for a reason. Uh, we're moving forward with you for a reason. We're just gonna, you know, you're the quarterback." So half of them don't, are not interested in what I'm saying. Another 30 percent don't care what I have to say because they're busy doing their own thing, being an engineer or whatever have you. And the other 20% are interested. But my job is to give them a thorough analysis of what I'm doing and why. Sometimes I'm going to be wrong. Um, but I'm, here's what I can guarantee, and I hate using that word. They are never going to see me in the, sh- in the shopping mall or, or on, you know, at a party or whatever and say, why did you make the move you did? without a complete basis of what I did. I can literally give them a straight rebuttal in detail with numbers and technical analysis and reasoning behind and and literally give them something that would beat a jury to say, hey, this is why. They will always get a definitive answer. Right. I understand that that's your reasoning and that that kind of stuff. But but weren't you hesitant, though, because we were looking at a market that was way up, though, John? I mean... Oh, yes. It's uh, the second longest bull market in the history of the United States stock market. And, and, and wouldn't that lead one to say, let's put the caution light on anyone of sound mind? Yes. Okay, absolutely. so to, to, to put that on, okay, I'm just, I'm just trying to think out loud here as to why you did some of that stuff. And... You know, and and not to lose money initially going in. One other thing, turn that down just a little bit. One other thing is the market doesn't like um, uncertainty. Is there still a sense of uncertainty out there, though, John, with these investigations going on? Like uh, uncertainty with the investigations going on. With the um, will he get health care done? Will he get the budget done? That environment is still there, isn't it? It is, but I think it's built in. And, and secondly, I think money, you know that term on Wall Street that money never sleeps? I don't, honestly, I don't think money, money cares, to be honest with you. The big money thinks that there's money being made on balance sheets. Hang on, John. Money being made on, on sales. Hang on, we'll come to This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 630. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute.
Stocks ended mixed. The Dow Jones Industrials fell 46 points to 20,550. The Nasdaq closed 11 points higher. The S&P 500 lost two points. Sam Stovall at CFRA says investors are worried now about all of President Trump's economic initiatives. The failure of the health care bill to pass, that puts tax reform into jeopardy as well. The president says he intends to move forward on tax reform. European Union regulators have approved the planned merger of Dow Chemical and DuPont, and the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphones that were recalled because their batteries were fire-prone may not be dead after all. Samsung Electronics issued a statement today saying refurbished versions of the Galaxy Note 7 will be sold or rented in some markets after the matter is discussed with regulators and wireless companies. The crude oil futures closed at $47.73 a barrel in New York. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. Fox News Radio, I'm Carmen Roberts. Only three days after the Republicans' health care bill fails, and lots of people are already playing the blame game. Texas Congressman Ted Poe quit the conservative House Freedom Caucus in frustration. The goalposts kept getting moved. The Freedom Caucus decided uh, that no was going to be the answer, and I think at some time we're going to have to say, yes, we are in power, we need to lead. President Trump lashed out at Democrats, conservative outside groups, and the Freedom Caucus after the legislation was pulled. Fox's Mike Emanuel. And a message for those of you who plan to attend the NCAA's Final Four. Please plan ahead. Know the rules and keep your eyes open. Phoenix Mayor Greg Stanton says he wants to make sure fans stay safe but have the most fun of their lives. The FBI says it sees no credible threats against Saturday's games. Fox News, we report, you decide. Update at 7. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. Oh, cool. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard, your authorized Bryant dealer. Stay warm this winter. Call Mazza. Mostly cloudy skies overnight with showers developing, even the chance of thunder, lows falling into the upper 40s. Showers early for your Tuesday, then skies staying mostly cloudy, highs near 60. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Now, 64 degrees. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. Now back to the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. From News Radio 570 WKBN, Ron Verb with John Arnold, 635 on News Radio 570 WKBN. You always heard, though, and you're saying that, uh, that uh, you're not a buyer net. You know, the market doesn't like uncertainty, uncertainty with these investigations into Russia and Trump's tweets, and they're saying that they're all BS and all this kind of stuff that's going on. Will he get health care done? And, all, and will he get the tax cuts done? That doesn't seem to be playing into the market right now, John. It sure doesn't, and if it does, I can't tell because, like I said, it surprisingly this this bull market's moving forward. It's broken through some major resistance lines, resistance lines, uh, in the markets, and and the bulls have taken control again. And uh, this this thing has been long in the tooth. This bull market. I mean, it started right literally the day after Trump gets elected, and it's it's just carrying on. 
Now, the thing that the thing that keeps irking me in the back of my mind, it keeps me up at night. Is my God, if I was if I was going to drop the market, the best way to drop the market is to run it up, make a breakthrough, versus you know, make it appear to be the perfect bull, bull market, and then short it, and then find a catalyst to drop it. Uh, just like it happened in 2009 with that catalyst being a, um, the, the severe subprime mortgage crisis and many other things, by the way. So that uh, that's what I fear is because I cannot find that catalyst. I don't know what that is. The only thing I see coming is, is pension plans failing, but I think that's that's years away. or, or I want to say years, but uh, within short-term years, I should say, two to, two to five years away. I don't see anything short-term, catalyst-wise, except for a major ice attack, and hopefully we can keep that from happening. Taking this market down, I, I just don't. Uh, you know, it, 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 this the American economy is rocking and rolling, and, and I and I I don't want to be contradictory. I don't think the economy and the stock market go hand in hand, identical, but they definitely are related to each other. Obviously, I can't find a reason to take this market down. I can't I can't find a weakness. And technical analysis wise, it is it, pushed through. And uh, if 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 I had to do, if I had to sway a jury on getting in or getting out of the market right now, I I don't think I could beat the uh, opposing attorney in saying this is why I'm staying out of the market. I think he would win. So I do what the numbers say, and I do it objectively what I'm supposed to do. And I think it's it's time to head back in with with caution. Is uh, would it be safe to say that? It's all subject to change. I mean, this could change next week on the broadcast. Oh man, that that's the problem with my my field. I mean, is so many a significant event can happen in an hour, and then this thing is upside down, and I look like a fool uh, from a, from a stupid prediction or or trying to reallocate to to the benefit the clients, even though the market conditions are are just right. That, that that's then that's that's where I come and, and and say this truth that no one wants to hear. We are all making informed guesses at the market every day. Uh, you're right. You couldn't you could not have made that a better picture for the, the listenership. Is we are truly very truly at the mercy of the future. It's not like you're performing surgery or um, you're making a presentation where you can prepare for it or you you've done that operation many times. In this case, it's. Here's what I have to offer to you today based on the news that's in front of me today. But if the Golden Gate, gets, Golden Gate Bridge gets blown up tomorrow at 12 o'clock and because of a terrorist attack or uh, there's a nuclear meltdown in Japan that's going to cause Japan to lose you know, a couple of their islands, there, there's so many unknown things out there that can affect the stock markets you don't see coming. Uh, it, 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 it's just the way it goes, and, and that's why people – I think people do a horrible job of mistaking an investment for a paycheck. People that get into the stock market or going into a market volatile condition expecting to get a, a constant return or, you know, it's money in the bank are fools. It's an investment. It's the same as buying an antique car or a painting or a home in a value price. You think you're going to sell it in the future to significant value, uh, obviously up from where you bought it at. And sometimes in between, that market gets rocked. Now, imagine something that's electronically traded on milliseconds uh, on the New York Stock Exchange and trying to, to navigate that. There's, there's no such thing. So um, you just got to 
the stock market is just for most people. Sometimes it's not for all. Uh, I, I, have, I have relatives that it's not for, and I have some brilliant investors that it's just great for. I, I, have, I have a client named Diane. I can't use her last name, but um, 70 years old. She's, uh, she saved about $600,000, um, and at 70 years old, you know, she, my, I think my, she invested the money with me, I want to say, September. Her accounts were up 12%. Now, first glance, that's like, wow, that's great. But really, that's not because the SP 500 is at the 16% mark uh, since since Trump got elected. So I'm underperforming. But here, here I look at the big picture. I have purposely underperformed because I didn't want to take and keep pace with the SP 500 because that's the risk level. It's 70 and a half where she's at. I want to underperform because the because we need to be taking less risk. Well, she wasn't happy with that. And at the end of the day, she's a very savvy investor. She understands the market. I told her various situations that, you know, we could very well be telling you this thing's lost 50% tomorrow. Uh, if you want me to go into individual equity, she understood that. But I will say, um, extremely savvy investor, and you got to take the mark. you got to take and invest to everybody's personal preferences, knowing that who they are and how they understand. And this lady really understands, so... We made some changes, and we're already rocking and rolling. But there's a perfect situation of a story to where, you know, it's not a, a one-size-fits-all when it comes to age and, and ability and education-wise. So, right, but that is a rare bird. That. They, that's a rare bird it, you're talking rare about. Bird. Very. I mean, and the fact of the matter is I sit here, and sometimes folks in utter amazement when, a, when somebody would be complaining about a 12% gain in this day and age because they want more than that. I mean... So you know, part of part of what you've told me in past broadcasts is part of what you have to do is keep people's expectations in reality. Uh, you know, her problem traditionally, wouldn't you say, at seventy and a half, if the market goes down substantially, she might not live long enough to recover, and that's why you're more ca- cautious of that at her age. Well, I told her that. I told her that exact sentence, as a matter of fact, and she says I understand. But I also could tell you, I've lived through two thousand two, in two thousand eight, in nineteen eighty seven. And I understand how this market works, and I understand that if you're going to make real money, you got to take risk. And you know, at the end of the day, you have that you have the choice as an advisor to say, "Hey, we are not a fit, and I won't take that risk at seventy and a half." Or you say to yourself, "Man, this is a rare bird. Uh, this is an awesome client. This is a very intelligent person. She's a dream come true client. This is why she's made so much money over the course of her life. I'm going to go with it." And, and and I'm secure with it. And is so, that is that more in that particular case, investing in uh, more risky ETFs, or is that no, more of individual an individual equities. individual She's equities? An individual okay. Equity woman, yep. Which is funner for me, but scary. Just, just don't tell me an equity. Give me a hint of what what areas she likes. No, uh, Amazon, Facebook. Oh, that's uh, kind of okay. Uh, Okay. So okay. when I say individual equities, I mean common stocks. Okay. Yeah. I mean just kind of those. All right. Those those type areas. That is. Yeah. A, but that is a rare bird that says that's what she what what she wants to do. Just as a side note, and that's just all based on age and and what have you. But still, I mean, don't you sit back at some point and say, well, twelve percent's pretty good, but it's not good enough. That ever occurred? No. To you? No. I I actually took the blame on this one because. She came out of the gate telling me what kind of investor she is, but you got to keep in mind, I've, I've seen careers, including mine almost got destroyed, over people's change of heart, or people's 
states and they understanding risk and, and they really don't. And, uh, you know, I play it cautiously. I play cautiously for myself. I play cautiously for the clients because I've been through two severe bear markets in my 17 year career. It, it, it's, it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing to live through as a broker. It's a horrible way to watch your clients that you care and love so much get hurt. So I'm over, I'm overly cautious. So, but she did come out of the gate and tell me, listen, I'm, I'm an aggressive investor. I, I want individual equities. I want this kind of returns. Now, she didn't say percentage-wise, but she said she wanted aggressive returns. In my mind, 12% is aggressive return, but it's all relative when you got a 16% SP 500. So um, it, 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 it's just a good story for the listenership out there to say, man, one, maybe I'm not taking enough risk. Two, maybe I need to be a better investor and be patient. And three, maybe I'm not that kind of investor. Maybe I'm a person that needs to be below beta. Maybe I need to be in at eight percent when the market's at twelve, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The main thing is clients are not one size fits all. We don't just shove them into a model based on what the parameters say. You know, we do a thorough interview analysis. They do one on us, which which I appreciate. Um, and, and sometimes that job interview, I don't get the job. And sometimes they don't become the client. But I would say 90% of it, it, it comes together. But it's just not a one-size-fits-all model is my whole point of this thing. Um, and, and that's the best I can offer. All right, hang on a second. Let's go to Dick uh, out there. There's a question about uh, 401K plans. Go ahead, Dick. Hey, how are you doing, John? Doing well. How about you? Oh, Good. Uh, Ron, uh, I, I, I just wanted to give you a little bit of background. I've been at Lowe's uh, 21 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got a pretty good uh, plan. You know, I've got I've uh, my 401k, yeah. and then I've got, uh, you know, uh, probably, uh, I'll probably work about another year and a half. I'll be there 21 years, and I'm, I'm waiting, you know, uh, to build my 401k plan up. Well, Dick, in another year and a half, roughly, how old will you be then? Uh, I will be seventy. All right, so you're not. So you've been working, and you're going to retire once you hit seventy, and then you'll get Social Security. Have you checked to see how much? I mean, it should be pretty oh, good. I've got that coming to me, Ron. With, also with my check too. Oh, are you on Social Security currently? Then yes, I am. Okay, so you you're collecting Social Security in addition to working. Okay, in addition to working. And the benefits I have, you know, that 401. Right. And then, now, now, also, John, he'll have to start withdrawing out of that at 70, won't he? 70 and a half. All right, 70 and a half. So you'll be close to where you, you'll have to be taken out. Okay, so you're going to quit working altogether then, Dick? Yeah, probably around 70. What I'm going to have to. And, what, and you want to know about what, 401k plan options or what? Yeah, the 401k plan options. In what sense? And, uh... I'm going to use it as my retirement money, and it's quite a bit. I, I should have enough in there for probably 15 years. All right. Uh, Dick, do you feel comfortable saying an amount on the radio, a rough amount estimate? Uh, no, it's it's pretty high. It's pretty high. Okay. Uh, can you give me anything more than pretty high? 300, 400, 500? Oh. Well, I don't think he wants to get into that. So, All right, what, so, so. so what I was trying to do is find out mathematically what I think he would be able to get uh, and make that thing stretch out till his ending days. So you're probably going to get between eighteen and twenty-one hundred dollars a month in Social Security. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about okay. what I get. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, you know, 
bottom line is, is you got two options here. You can obviously keep it in the current 401k um, plan. Okay. And you can obviously draw from that. You can have them send you a check monthly. It depends. I, I, if I remember right, Wells Fargo has that plan. Am I correct? Yeah, Wells Fargo takes care of that. Yeah. yeah. So Wells Fargo has that particular plan. I know you have very – I don't think it's a good plan. I think there's five options in there, plus you have a low stock. Low, low stock, stock is, yeah. has done great. But you're, you're at an age and close to retirement to where you should have a very little percentage of your money in an individual stock. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah, that's – that, and I mean this in the most respectful manner. That is common sense because low stock is as good as that company is and as good as that the stock is. If that company falls, we have a, a market crash – you're going to lose more than the average bear, and if you need yeah. a backup on that, ask some of my GM employees that kept their GM stock in 2008. Mm. So you want to you want to really diversify out of low stock, and you want to be very conservative, and you want to probably gauge four percent, or you want to multiply what you have in there. That's what I was trying to ask you. I wasn't trying to pry, but I was trying to well, give okay. you a guesstimate on where you should be at. So take where you're at, multiply that figure times four percent, divide that out by twelve. And that's where I would feel you feel comfortable drawing from over the course of your life if, the, if you're trying to not uh, you really attack the principal. Now, if you don't mind depleting the principal along with the interest capital gains uh, and dividends, you probably want to, you could probably get away with drawing 5.5% out. Now, the other alternative is, and this is a sales job on you, but it's, it's also the truth. Okay. If you feel better coming to somebody, me or another person that does what I do, you roll that money over to your own IRA. The advantage to you in doing that is your your options of investing become to thousands versus five options. You're not gonna you're not gonna be part of the participation, meaning that you know Lowe's, Lowe's the four one k plan provider for Wells Fargo is not doing that accounting and they're not doing that management for free. They're charging you and, and they're charging that fee to the majority of the employer, but the participants also pay some of that fee. You don't have to worry about that. Okay. Third, a Wells Fargo advisor is not, the person who set up that 401k plan is not going to be advising you or managing your money. That's not what they do there. You could roll that money over to, your, uh, to a Wells Fargo financial advisor, somebody that I can be with. You can roll it over to your own IRA and say maybe a Scott trade. You mean when he quits, or, when he retires. Yeah, or you can do it now. You can. There, there's a provision in the plan of 59 and a half you're allowed to roll that money over anytime. So you can roll it over as we speak without even retiring. So, um, or you can roll it over to me. And, and what we would do is we would sit together, discuss what kind of investor you are, you know, who you're, what this money's for, if you're trying to leave it to somebody, uh, if you're trying to drag this money out for the rest of your life to um, obviously not outlive it mm-hmm. and, and, and get better investments. And I think that's what I can provide to you. And that's what most financial advisors to provide to you, Dick. At seventy, how much money a month do you need to live on if you get eighteen to two thousand a month from Social Security? Well, I was thinking, Ron. I don't know. I this is where I have to talk to my human resource lady. You know. No, but I'm oh. saying. I mean, uh, 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 do you pay rent? Do you have? Uh, do you no, know? no. Okay, my so. girlfriend's power of attorney. Uh, your girlfriend's oh geez, there's the first problem. She's your girlfriend. But here, well, no, I think what runs after is like, what kind of budget are you? Yeah, I mean, do you out how much money you need to live on per month? Well, I, I, probably not that much. I mean, right? I mean, right, do, do, right. You, do you spend more than two thousand a month? Uh, not really. 
You can leave it to the Ron Verne Family Trust. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, hey, there's a couple of things that I'm saying to him. He's seventy. Hopefully, you'll live another ten years, Dick. Hopefully, you'll make it to eighty, but you might not make it to eighty. Yeah. So if there's, don't you often say, John, if there's something he wants to do, he should start thinking about doing it. Man, I'm always preaching that. Always preaching. You know, because well, you're seventy. Be with it either. You know, if you want. Yeah, I mean, if here's the thing. Usually, I would say people that don't are, are not raising their grandkids or not not helping their kids or haven't really basically haven't really made a stupid budget, meaning that they still have a lot of debt at seventy. And I imagine by talking with Dick that he's not one of those. He probably has minuscule bills, and I imagine your bills come to maybe eight hundred in utilities, probably another five hundred for entertainment, which leaves you another probably eight hundred dollars in. You know, it's discretionary. Right. What Ron is saying to you, Dick, is of of the money that you have saved in Lowe's and maybe anything else, what he's saying is, is how much of that do you really need? Have you figured that out? No, I haven't figured that out well, yet. Well, there, there's, there's your first thing you have to do. Okay. Make a budget. This is what I need to live on. This is what I'm going to get Social Security. And then, by the way, are you looking to pass this money on to your wife or kids? Uh, I'll probably give it to my... My cousins, see, all my dad's relatives are dead. I won't give it to my aunt. It just probably goes to my friends, girl, and then and my, my cousin Carla and my cousin Tony. Well, what about I, cousin John? Well, I hope you enjoy it, though, Dick. It's your money. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, when you retire, if you want to do something or see something or buy a new car, then do it. Because oh, okay. No, I mean, how often, John, do you see people, they leave it to what he's saying, and those people go out and blow it right away on something that they they want. Here, Dick is busting his ass, you know, working and saving this money, and, you know, I'd rather see you enjoy it, Dick. Yeah, well, thanks, Ron. I really would. I'd re- really like to see you say when you quit, if you're still healthy, you know, then I got some money. Maybe you want a new car. Maybe you want to go to uh, who knows somewhere else in the country, you know, or to see some of the country or something like that with you and your girlfriend. Or maybe you want to take her out to eat every night or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Well, thank you for the advice. Thank you, sir. You know that. Uh, th- let me do this here. Let me. Okay. Thank you. That's. A, it, it, he reminds me of what you say to so many of your clients. So, John. You know. I mean. I'm all for you know saying okay I don't want to spend it all I'm going to leave some to my kids and that kind of stuff but it sounded to me like he didn't have any kids it sounded to me like he's going to leave it to cousins and that kind of stuff and I'd rather him enjoy it he worked for it he earned it and he's still well, working I at think seventy. The goal would be because I think he's a I think he's a giving guy I can tell by the way he talks um, good dude there um, I think he, he should do both so like I said it comes down to figuring out a budget how much should I take from this thing. To where I, there's a good there's a good chance that I, even after taking money out of this 401k lump sum, I can pass some of this money on to my cousins, mm-hmm. and that, that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, let's say you need 1,800 bucks a month to live, take out 3,000 a month. Maybe that leaves you a couple hundred thousand dollars to leave to the cousins. I think one dollar more than zero is better than anything to a cousin. So my point is, is uh, good for him. He saved his money. He's he's, he's 70, I'd like to, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yes, and I'm always, and I'm laughing to myself because I know my, if there's clients laugh, listening to this program, they're laughing saying, yep, that damn John Arnold's always trying to get me to spend my money. And yes, I am, because I don't want them going to the grave with a lot of money. I want them to enjoy it. They work hard for it. And, uh, and use common sense. It doesn't mean you spend all your money, but, you know, let's, let's, get, let's get some European trips made. Let's, 
let's buy that Cadillac instead of that Cavalier. You know what I'm saying? So right uh, now, that, and, that's the best common sense thing I can say. Any thoughts on oil prices? As I, I thought, I saw that they're still staying low. Any effect there? Yeah, the, the so-called experts think that uh, we're going to go into another glut. Uh, you know that the oil's on the downtrend. Um, there's not. I don't know any more than the news is reporting on that oil. I'll tell you the truth. I think it's probably going to be stuck in neutral, um, unless you get into a war of some kind or a threat of a war. You're probably going to see oil hover around between forty-five to fifty-five dollars a barrel. Uh, it's going to take something catastrophic or a major catalyst to probably get into the seventies and eighties. Which, by the way, you and I will definitely disagree. I think it will be great for, for us, America, and for me. I have clients in oil investments. I have some myself. And, um, you know, oil going up provides better jobs and bigger jobs. And right. but, my but, clients, oil checks better, but it does not help you. But for the people that got to fill a gas tank, they like it. They, they like the word of maybe more of an <laughs> they oil like glut. They like $2 a $2 uh, gallon oil. Yeah, right. And, and they like and uh, and they like that. So no major effect of that that you see in the market uh, other than maybe no, on I oil don't. stocks or I something don't. along those. Any news in retailing we need to know about, good or bad? Yeah. Or, okay. I, I think, I mean, you say retail, I think, uh, is like 30, it has an effect of like 37% on the GDP. Um, and I think overall retail is exploding on some areas, and then I think retail is getting demolished on on some. I mean, you look you look at H H Craig, all right. So H H Craig's going into bankruptcy. You look at Macy's. You look at J C Penney's. Those are household names on the retail circuit. But then you look at other retail like Amazon, which is retail. You look at other uh, sectors of retail that you know they're just doing great. So if you, retail overall is kind of ba- doing a balancing act from the stuff that's, you know, for the, the businesses are getting destroyed from poor, for, you know, between poor planning where they just are not attractive anymore to businesses that are just doing, you know, a profit for the first time two years ago, like Amazon. It's kind of balancing. So I think overall, overall retail's okay. Um, but I think, I think your major, your major own for this, the major gas pedal in this market is going to be your infrastructure, uh, your construction, uh, those kind of in building. Which is yet that, to, which is yet to come. We should see what the stimulus does to that might give stocks a boost there. All right. You want to get a hold of John Arnold off the air? You're thinking about maybe changing investors. You're thinking about getting out of the bank. You want to see what his game plan is for you or what he can do for you? Well, how do we find you, John? You can uh, get a free consultation from us at uh, three eight six nine Star Center, which is the last building on the left, in Star Center there, right off, the, right after Tippy Canoe. So when you pull into the, when you pull into that Star Center, you take a left, last building on the left, big signs of General Wealth Management, opposite end of the poorhouse, opposite end of the Orthopedic Center. Um, you can just call three three zero nine six five nine eight nine zero. Obviously, I'm always available for. A phone interview, free consultation, that kind of thing. You can check us out at www.jewealth.net. www.jewealth.net. If you want to take a look at what I have to offer, uh, website-wise, that's where I'm at. Or you can like our Facebook page. All right. Go to Facebook, check us out there. Thank you, John. We'll talk next Monday at Thank 6. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, that's John Arnolds. He's here Mondays at 6 on News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Firm. Back tomorrow afternoon at 3. Don't forget Handsome Dan Rivers, 8 o'clock.